Welcome to Probing Ancient Aliens. Steve and Joey are exploring each episode of everyone's favorite show about ancient astronaut theory, as well as the lovable, quirky researchers and experts that evangelize it. This is reviewing episode 5, season 1, The Return. <sighs> I can never just do that as a Coming all over your back. Oh. <laughs> I mean, I guess a return the return could be like your semen, where mm-hmm. you're taking in food or other cum, I guess. Yeah. Breaking it down <laughs> chomping it into down. proteins which then get made into the protein sperm cells. The amino acids break down. That you shoot into well, yeah. women, yeah. quote unquote. <laughs> into a receptacle right. <laughs> of some sort. <laughs> some kind of dumpster device. Yeah. <laughs> a uh, hole for my beefy load. Yeah. <laughs> I've backed up quite a bit in my prostate. It's like uh, some kind of Colgate or, or I don't know, another toothpaste brand right now. Some Crest. Sort of tubular. <laughs> maybe a Listerine brand. I thought you were going to Ninja Turtles there. Yeah, it's tubular. But hey, they do talk about animal hybrids on this show. We yeah, have to. Yeah. Well, I mean, we got the wolf thing. We got all that shit. The I just saw the thing? rampage in. Uh, sorry, uh, Tokaden Razor. Oh, from Secret of the Ooze. Two. Yeah, yeah. TMNT. That's government government uh-huh. right there. That's government government. <laughs> yeah. Hi, I'm government government. That's a new word. <laughs> well, we're going to talk about a lot of government government yeah. in this episode too. It's very topical. perfect segue. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> no, I saw that Rampage trailer today, Oh God! and I yeah. was like, oh, this looks good. <laughs> it looks terrible. And looks it's really fun. And it's, uh, as I said today, Betty Dean Morgan <laughs> playing Negan again in a something. Mm, like, he's literally mm. playing the same character, but it's it's uh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan. But I couldn't think of his name, so I said Betty Dean Morgan. Yeah. And my whole office laughed. Uh, <laughs> but he's Here? literally... Yeah, he's literally doing... The fucking like, well, we got ourselves blah blah doo doo, and I've got this baseball bat that I'm gonna beat the shit out of that right. wolf with. Oh, you didn't hear about the twenty foot wolf? Right. <laughs> we gotta fight a white gorilla. What's that say about society? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, something. <laughs> no, I was I w- I was really curious. I mean, yeah. maybe that trailer's been out for a while, but how yeah. they were gonna work in the wolf? Yeah. The ape was pretty obvious, right? And then. Because I got in a fight with Matt, or Frat, my roommate, uh-huh. uh, and I was like, that video game was King Kong versus Godzilla with a right, werewolf. with a wolf in it, too. So yeah. I'm like, so it's Godzilla versus King Kong. No, no, no. Yeah. And in this movie, they change it to where it's a true gorilla, but still giant, but it's white. Right, right. The wolf is whatever. Well, in the game, that, they all started off as humans, because when you die, you go, oh. boop, 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 and you go back to a human being. So, it, like, oh, at the they end. somehow, yeah, 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 yeah. there's Mutated, some there's some light story that they were experimented on right. and turned into these giant animals. So, it's almost like a werewolf and, like, yes. like yeah, something. It's a wolf, a gorilla, and a lizard. And I think it was literally Lizzie, Rizzy, Lizzie Rex, and uh, I can't remember what the fucking gorilla's name yeah. is. but um, Appleton Ape. Right. And <laughs> Willie the Wolf. Appleton <laughs> from Wisconsin. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but that, and then they're like, oh, there's the lizard, and it's supposed to be a crocodile. Right, I know. Something. Instead of a more iguana-like thing or dino, whatever. Yeah, I mean, but two yeah. Godzilla. It's like, it doesn't fucking yeah, matter, yeah, I guess, yeah. but yeah. And for some reason, they team up. But yeah, it is, the, the, the trailer for that is an asteroid or something comes from space, right? And no. Like, um, the, well, maybe at some point, but the original one is 
or, or when it leads off with the ape, it's the the government flying some sort of substance over, and right. it falls out of the plane. Oh, okay. But so I don't know if they get the substance from space. Got it. But, okay. Because um, then the lady's like, "Have you ever heard of genetic editing?" Which is right, like, right, I guess right. they're smart enough in the sense that like big nerds like us know what like CRISPR is and all the DNA editing stuff that's happening right well, now. But it's, it's playing like, into the whole GMO bullshit. That's true, actually. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is what happens when GMOs mm-hmm. run wild and un inhibited by the u.s government but yeah it's like it is lame though that it's literally why does every fucking movie with a gorilla in it you're supposed to sympathize with the gorilla has to know sign language and be able to talk to people but it's like but it's like we've learned from congo if anything amy (laughs) amy sad ugly amy Uh. (laughs) say you raped me Amy. Shut the fuck up, Amy. Dick smell gamey. <laughs> oh, gamey's a pretty crazy oh, word to learn. Like it's a, even, yeah, I get that. It's kind of a, like a specific food adjective. And what does gamey for an ape smell right. like? <laughs> oh, she was saying she's a lesbian. Gay me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Gay, me, gay, gay me. Gay me. I get it. Yeah. Okay. okay. Well. <laughs> well, let's get in the episode here. It was oddly related, yeah. which yeah. is funny. But yeah. yeah. This isn't beer there. <laughs> right. <laughs> Shout out to Beer There Drunk That, our yeah. other podcast. Yeah. Um, a lot more of that talk. Where yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're talking about nothing. Right. <laughs> um, yeah, this episode is the end of the five-episode first season. Um, the end of the hour or the two-hour episodes, but yeah. we're watching commercial free, they hour and a half for us as we're re-watching them. Yeah. Um, Shout out again to History Channel. can go fuck itself because when I watched this, mm-hmm. it kept freezing on the ad so then yes. i'd have to reload and then it would just start from the fucking beginning yep. again and then i'd have to sit through another two or three minutes of ads it yeah. was, i want to blow my mind i felt out. like an asshole but like i was sick of dealing with that mm-hmm. and because i've actually bought rebought some of these old episodes but i was i couldn't today and so i watched it on youtube and but then uh, the youtube people changed the voice or well, mine they literally or, just and I, I won't get the fucking uploader in trouble, but like they must have had the software, or as the guy was watching it, he would like pull on the screen and shake mm. it and wobble it because I think uh, I think YouTube tracing, can det- I think yeah. YouTube YouTube yeah <laughs> can detect and you too can yeah. connect. That's the uh, video service in uh, in Cuba. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, great. Or the one that Cuba Gooding Jr. tried to start in yeah. uh, 1999 and it yeah. failed. Yeah. Well, they said show me the money. He said. Here's how. And he created a video service. I didn't even think <laughs> of that. <laughs> and I almost spit my beer out because. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> Whatever happened to him anyway, he doesn't really do any movies anymore. Uh, I feel like there's only room for Will Smith or Cuba. Wasn't his brother the guy from Wild and Crazy Kids? He was. Or cousin? Yeah. And brother. Had his brother. Yeah. And he had a, Kuba, a an aging disorder. Oh, he did. Omar he was one of the, Yeah, Omar Gooding. Mm. Was he one of the younger? Is one of those diseases that he looked super he young all young, the time? Because he was like 35 on that show. <laughs> Gnarly. Yeah. And he with Donnie, all those chicks. With Donnie Jeffcoat. And then there was the two girls. It was early on. It was the Latina mm-hmm. girl. And later it was the redhead girl. Favorite episodes of that series? The water park ones. Yes. Oh, yeah. And those were like this like special yeah, summer episodes. Yeah, or like something. Raging yeah. Waters and Wild Rivers, right. and they had to like hold the ice cream down the slide, mm. do all those things. Like, I never really went those to big, water parks until I was like, flopping around. <laughs> yeah, holy jeez, I'm yeah. Uh, Until I was probably like more in seventh, eighth grade when Ooh. I moved down here to Orange County. And see, I didn't go to them until until before that, so I wasn't really appreciating the eye candy that you could have gotten back oh, then. Yeah. I was like eight, I was like seven at one and nine yeah. at the other, so I was kind of like still too young yeah. to. No, I wanted to look real at guys bad. Packages. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted to really. <laughs> no, I, I always like 
love roller coasters and water parks. But again, up in the L.A. County, there yeah. wasn't as much. Right. So moving down here, you're right by Wild Rivers, and then yeah, we went yeah. a shit ton. And then down here, when, meaning we're recording from Orange sorry, County, sorry, California. Sorry, Orange County. Yeah, and then yeah, so not only could I the ride the car. slides, <laughs> recording from an orange car. Yep. <laughs> we're the just larger, moving around. The Nobody larger LA basin us. today. Next yeah. week, who knows? Yeah. <laughs> uh, we found this whole community of tents. We're gonna yeah. go check out. Um, but yeah, no, I could ride the slides. Oh yeah. <laughs> and glide the thighs. <laughs> no, it was and perfect Astro timing because that's. Glide. When boners and jerking off came into play, oh, yeah. and at the water park, <laughs> at the water yeah. park, yeah. No, I remember I saw a woman breastfeeding there. Oh, down a slide, huge, <laughs> yeah. And I was like, "Holy jeez!" But oh. yeah, all the chicks in bikinis. Mm. And then you go. I went there in college, yeah. and we just fuck shit up, like yeah. going down the slides the wrong way, all that fun stuff. Mm. And they couldn't do anything to us because they're sixteen-year-old people. Right. Well, what are they but then do? you felt really creepy because then it's like all these. I'm like, yeah, I remember there used to be chicks here. I'm like, no, there are. It's just they're kids 15 yeah <laughs> <laughs> all right this yeah. isn't as fun but yeah because the, the lifeguards aren't going to chase you down the slide no 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 know? yeah and i'm like six four almost 300 pounds so they're not gonna uh, wrestle me down unless i let them yeah uh did you ever so, like actually get fucked up like get injured because you were almost down the wrong way? larry yeah. who's six seven mm-hmm. stood at the end of a slide and we took his legs out because oh. he was just standing on the slide and you get going really fast yeah though. yeah yeah conga rapids very oh, hyper localized, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyways, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Water slides. Sorry. <laughs> sorry, 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 sorry. No, it's sorry. fine. Um, this is it'll be a long episode, but it'll be a good finale to this whole thing. Um, but yeah, starting next time, uh, season two, episode one. Don't know the episode yet, but uh, it will be a little tighter. I'm gonna try to. Ha- I'm gonna try. I'm not promising, but I'm gonna try to have like a little more because I did it this time too. But because it'll be like more focused, and there's only like four commercial breaks instead of mm-hmm. nine, I think on these ones. Um, try to have a little more like shit, like the segments on like, oh, like since then has this been disproved or mm-hmm, proved, mm-hmm. or what's added to this or whatever. Just more time to kind of dive deeper. Like into I guess each what's part. what's been debunked or kind of something like that too. Mm-hmm, and yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. We'll get a little more deep into like four or five big concepts instead of ten big concepts. Like yeah, they're doing just trying on, to yeah rapid fire on these so. shows. So. Anyway, but to get started with this one, so they start off, this episode's The Return, they start off with uh, basically asking, will they ever come back, the ETs, the extraterrestrials, mm-hmm. and then the hum- are, now us as a human race, our proactive search with technology for yeah, them, yeah. instead of just waiting for them to return, they're talking about how we started searching, and it all mm-hmm. started in 1960 with Frank Drake, and he basically invented the radio telescope, and therefore SETI. Right. Which is a search for extraterrestrial terrestrial life. Mm-hmm. If you've seen Contact, said he, like literally Helen Hunt or uh, is it Helen Hunt? Something. Jodie Foster, and, uh, and they she works at SETI, which is uh, monitoring a bunch of giant radio telescopes. So instead of optical, you know, equipment on there, mm-hmm, they put mm-hmm. radio equipment and they point it at stars and hope yep. that they're finding some sort of repeated pattern yeah. that comes back, as opposed to. The natural electromagnetic fluctuations and radio waves that happen from star energy or asteroids or things like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've been to the. Uh, I blanked on the fucking name of the city, but mm-hmm. to the 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 biggest one over there in Puerto Rico. Oh, really? It's quite impressive. Oh, wow. Yeah, thing is mm-hmm. massive. They have to wear special shoes when they go walk around on it. Oh, on the yeah, dish itself, on the actual thing. Oh, yeah, and it's just big. It looks. when you're right up on it. It's just big crate. Like it just looks like a metal walkway. 
like oh. it's big holes all over it. Right, right. Interesting. Um, so that's why they have, I think they have the special shoes and all that kind of stuff, so huh. they don't fall through or break them or whatever. Huh. But yeah, it was pretty interesting. That is was it, a long is this, time is ago. Is it another radio telescope too? That's like monitor? one of the biggest ones in the world. Wow. That's the one in contact. I think they go to. Oh, and okay. She's like studying like they build a machine to like warp or whatever. Or, or that's no, no, it's in. Um, it. I mean, it's been a bunch of movies, but it's in uh, James Bond. I think like Goldeneye or something. Oh, I remember that. Okay. Yeah, but that's like the. The big one. Yeah, that, yeah. It's because interesting. Yeah, contact someone where it's like a shit ton of satellites. Yeah. This is one of just those massively large ones, and I right. think they actually go to it in this show. Yes. Times. Yeah. Yeah. Because they, they talk about also how they're building the next array, which will become the Allen array, which uh, has already been turned on. Um, I'm skipping ahead a little bit, but yeah, they they started off in the '60s with this guy Frank Drake, um, and since then they've been improving the equipment, obviously as we always do. And the next set that was released was the Allen telescopes, which were way more powerful and all this stuff. And so, so far, those Allen telescopes since 2011 have monitored over 200 million signals uh, and tried to classify them, but none of them have had any significance. So, um, but uh, and apparently, there's plans for bigger arrays that will have bigger chunks of you know be, mm-hmm, be pointed mm-hmm. at bigger chunks of, of stars. But uh anyway, but yeah, this was like the first time a lot of fucking money was spent officially saying, let's do this. Like let's yeah. try to ha- to see if they're trying to contact us mm-hmm, at least. Mm-hmm. The first time we were officially listening. Right. You know, right. So um but uh and then it's interesting too because the same guy, Frank Drake, created the Drake equation, which is the equation that was it's it's like the Fermi paradox, which I'll explain again in a second, and the Drake equation are like the two diametrically opposed things. Like the, the Drake equation is here's the equation for how, like an algorithm for how much life should be in the universe, right? Uh, let alone the galaxy or solar systems or whatever. Based on set variables that they determine. Right. Yeah. Um, and according to Drake, approximately a hundred million civilizations should be possible in our Milky Way galaxy alone, mm-hmm. which is insane to think about. It's like. Mm-hmm. You could you could tell me that the you know this is dumb, but it's like for a lot of people, it's like they don't understand the concept of size in how in in terms of the universe. I mean, yeah. you know, size does matter. Don't ask Sorry, ex girlfriends. You know. <laughs> Too big, right? Wink, wink. Sure. Yeah. yeah. I tried to tell them it right. was that. <laughs> Meanwhile, you were bouncing around like yeah. a pinball machine, yeah. just wiggling my hips, right. shaking my little buns. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Flip, flip, flip. Yeah. Uh, anyway, <laughs> are those four of your fingers in there with it? Uh, no, no, it's a special condom. I I'm have. just <laughs> scratching my balls. Right. <laughs> um. <laughs> Ooh, I'm into it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah. Who are your balls itchy again? Because I'm not really feeling those fingers yeah. right now. Can you please itch your balls yeah. again? <laughs> I mean, you're, just drawing, you're just drawing blood from your balls yeah. and, and dick because you're scraping yeah. so much. Yeah, to pushing keep the through illusion. my ball sack into right. oh. her via my fingers. <laughs> Eventually ripping the ball out and popping it right in there, too. Yeah, yeah. and that thing goes for miles, apparently. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. like the intestine, there are hundreds of feet yeah. of sperm tubes. Yeah. <laughs> Tubular in man. There. It's the North Shore. Right. Technically, your, your pee-pee is, is a sperm tube, too, in yeah. itself. But yeah. I guess we're all just a big tube. That was miles, huh? We're yeah. all just tubes. Yeah. There's there's yeah. Two, two major ways. Tube major ways. Yeah. No, of tube consuming. And we are one. There is another. Hot dogs. So creatures <laughs> as tubes. No, you either ingest uh-huh. and vomit. Yeah. And that's how you shit. Or you ingest and shit. Right. So that's like the oh, two main. It's a one-way tube organized. or a two-way tube. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. 
and them ladies have the two-way tubes, even though they don't want to say it. Um, too much to it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so when you go up that reverse, I'm just living that life. <laughs> Anyways. Speaking of living that life, life in the galaxy, too. Yeah. That's exactly what hey, we're talking about. Hey, do you know what the key denomination for almost every answer in biology is? Surface area to volume ratio. I've heard that before. Yeah, so if you if something's evolved, I mean, we're not talking about evolution this one, but if something's evolved, it's almost always based on surface to volume ratio. Meaning what? So like your colon. Like how loud you yell. Yep, yep. What is my surface volume? Right. <laughs> surface area volume. So your colon, mm-hmm. if it, or okay, let's say, or even a blood cell. Yeah. Why does it have a, a dimple in it? Surface area to volume ratio, right? Okay. That dimple... Versus a completely flat one changes dramatically how much you can absorb Mm -hmm. into your blood, right? So each cell. So the more surface area, the more volume it can. Okay. Why does your colon have uh, my dick in it? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Feels good. Like your intestinal tract. In your intestines, if you've ever seen the stomach line, if you've ever eaten some tripa. It's got a lot of ridges, right? Yeah. Yeah. And those ridges are surface area to volume ratio. So Mm. you maximize the surface area for absorption. So your surface area to volume ratio. That's why you almost never see just perfectly round, like, bouncy balls of cells or anything right, right. is because that's super inefficient. Like the right. volume's way off to your surface area. Got it. So we always want to now, mix it out. ruffles have ridges too because you can get more dip. More flavor. Right? Yeah. More dip. Right. And they don't Better than a hands. lay. Yep. <laughs> well, depends on the lay. If you don't know uh-huh. lay. Once your pep can't stop, baby. <laughs> um, well, I guess it, well, that'd be pretty nice if you couldn't stop. Yeah. But then you'd probably just die. Yeah. Pop, pop, All pop, your protein pop, would just pop, shoot pop, out. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um, so and then the so that was the Drake equation is is the algorithm for how much life technically should exist in the uni- mm-hmm. in the galaxy or universe, and then the Fermi paradox we just we just yeah, we've discussed before is then the the anti answer to that which is okay well if that's the case where the fuck is everyone like mm-hmm. where are they there's so much vast space your equation totally makes sense but then where is everyone mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. and it's interesting because I didn't really realize before it's kind of a no brainer but. The biggest variable um, is uh, time. <laughs> you know, yeah. like, like it's 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 time because, of course, if you all if we all said sure, if life all started roughly around the same time, we should all then, be finding yeah, each other yeah. and hanging out and having dinner. Well, but, but I mean, because yeah. but and, and time and distance, but, right? Yeah, I was going to so say because then even if we were the same, time, depending, yeah, yeah how right. long. How far away we are for right. how fast our radio waves can travel. And later, George Nori from Coast to Coast says, yeah. you know. They're, they're, we're only four billion years old, and the universe is fourteen billion years old. Yeah. So what about those civilizations that might have had a four yeah. to five to ten billion year head start on us? Right. They they could have been extinct for billions of years, or right, they might right. be so advanced they don't give a shit about like whatever. Yeah, yeah. But I was like, oh, that goes right, and that's towards the end of the episode. That goes right back to exactly mm-hmm. this, the for, like almost explaining the Fermi paradox, which is like those are two the time and distance, and you know, and those sinking or not sinking up are such. Critical. Important yeah. massive variables, you know. So it's like, yes, well, the potential is there, as but if that's if time existed and distances existed exactly the same was equal across yeah. the galaxy and universe. And, which and, it's not. and then there's some other variables. I don't even know if that equation maybe it takes into effect. I don't know, but it's like, like Mars was once habitable, now it's not. Right. We've been habitable for X, and then we're going to go down. So right. again, those tight windows. Right. But a lot of that has to do with distance from sun, right. and then. If you have a moon or gravitational pull, either blocking or attracting right. these asteroids and these things that Goldilocks spark. Goldilocks zone. Yeah. Yeah. 
that spark um, life. So, like, how many of those things, even though they might fall under the equation, where are they, like you said, in the time frame? Right. Or have they even been exposed? Exactly. Or have those other elements to pull in that kind of random spark of right. life? And so Assuming it's, it's a random spark, because again, on this, you know, we're you know, a lot of the theories are that they've already shown up and then they right. spark it themselves. But and the Drake equation, I totally, it's like valid, but again, those variables, that's like, I don't know, that's like saying like you can make a a ham sandwich, but is it still a ham sandwich if you put like either no ham in it or a trillion pieces of ham in it? Like right. it's a very or big a speck of ham. The result you get right. very big. Yeah, exactly. So, it's like. And no, I was just going to say, and this reminds me, again, I can't think of it off the top of my head, of an ham equation yeah, of um, the best ham sandwich I ever named had, Mr. Pickle, had just a little speck um, over on Lucio Viejo Barbard. Yeah. Barbard. Uh, um, no, there's an equation, I believe it was in the 90s, these stock traders came up with, mm-hmm. and they're like, it. we broke the stock market. Like, right. you invest with us, some, some hedge fund. Now, Wolf of Wall Street, <laughs> Penny White, Penny Stock. No, they were like, we can predict the market. And, like, we're a hedge fund, and you come in, and we'll just fucking make you shit tons of money. And yeah. it wasn't a pyramid scheme. It was literally an equation they right. came up with. They were missing a variable, which ended up fucking them over, which was the mm. human variable. Right. So yeah. wars happening, uh, famine and people freaking out, government right. changes, just ways and thought of change. When like, all these big spikes or declines happen yeah. seemingly randomly because of events. Yeah, because yeah. so, they put this all on a computer said, go buy and sell as is, right. and then it, it went well for a while, and then a few human things happened, and it right. fucked it all up. So it's like, again, this is an equation, but exactly. what, what variable are we? do we not even know we don't know? Exactly, yeah. That's a piece of this. That yeah, because you can't out. tell the future, and so, yeah, of, assuming in a controlled environment, which the world and existence is not, yeah. You can yeah you can make all the algorithms you want, but it's not a controlled environment. Random things right. happen that you cannot predict, and therein lies chaos theory. Yeah, because there's so you know obviously we're not the fucking we're too dipshits we're not the first to think of this, but go watch Jurassic Park and Jeff Goldblum's character Ian Malcolm if you want to know about chaos theory or read the book because the whole book actually goes way about more. That, but yeah. uh, um, literally with all those like almost not swastika drawings, but they're like those spiral like like computer models that mm-hmm. keep getting bigger every right, chapter. Right, just- and and fucking up more because it's just yeah it's yeah so anyway um that's pretty much what this whole first segment is about is SETI and the search out there mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the only next big chunk is the whole Carl Sagan section which is in the seventies it was the next big step after nineteen sixty of SETI starting of uh, Carl Sagan and working with NASA to be like let's send they they were going to send Pioneer space probes out which were mm-hmm. going to be the first objects we ever sent outside our solar system like that was their main goal so hence pioneer you know right, it's right, an unknown right. territory so um so these are like the the first of the famous carl sagan plaques uh were put on the first pioneer space probe um and then sagan and frank drake was it frank Listen. yes frank drake the guy who started SETI, they designed them together because this was kind of his mm-hmm. program too and so they put like Pictures of a nude female and male couple. Right, put, right. Um, Who happen to be white. Right. <laughs> Straight hair guys, sorry. Um, but uh, Sagan was a cool guy, but not that open-minded, yeah. okay? <laughs> no, I don't know. But uh, No, I just thought, I'm like, God, they didn't really show multiple races. It exactly, like yeah, crazy. you're right. They put they put a very Caucasian-looking, yeah. Caucasoid-looking yeah. male and female. Oh, the Caucasoid was there for sure, because oh, yeah. I felt uncomfortable <laughs> seeing his wiener. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It was kind of a it was kind of a David uh, statue of David yeah, yeah. style penis, did, you know, nothing too intimidating. Did you also find a cut? And God damn it! Did you say the Jew also found it? No, quite I what? did not. Oh, okay. No, I was doing the stupid <laughs> Wayne's World too, when he's like 
Did you also find it quite inappropriate that you could see oh. the crack of his ass? Wade's rolled two. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> when he's talking about the Indian with Jim Morrison. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, no, no. He's talking about it with the roadie because the roadie yeah. also saw the Jim yes. Morrison and the Indian. He's like, did it yeah. also bum me out that you could see yeah. the crack of his ass? Yeah, that seemed excessive. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so. Um, and it also that's and they also put basically a stellar map back to Earth, so where 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 the satellite came from. So it had like a little solar system map. It had um, our sun and mm-hmm. where it is relative to some to fourteen pulsar stars. And if you don't know, pulsar stars are these like insane rotating stars with these two giant beams of light pulsing um, at it, so that it looks like two flashlights end to end. Like you're spinning them on an axis forever, yeah. so or at least that's how like shows like History Channel, like the universe, would yeah, always show literally pulsating, too. right? And so like a strobe light, and they're very distinctive. So they're like, oh, hey, our our sun is like, or our planet is relative to these fourteen lanterns, Points. basically, yeah. yeah, these weird stars and a bunch of mm-hmm, normal stars. Mm-hmm. Um. So anyway, and then in 1977, then the famous Sagan Gold Record gets sent out. So they put a bunch of data, which is. Pretty ingenious at the time. It was almost—I mean, it's a record, but it's also like making a CD-ROM because it had visual data on it too. So right. it had images. It had—it literally had photographs of like big monuments around the world, like the Taj Mahal and the White House and the pyramids and all that stuff. It had a bunch of people recorded, uh, fifty-five languages recorded, uh, greeting you. It had um, a sound of a baby crying. It had Johnny Be Good. Uh, on there and a bunch of other music. It had Bach because, and they say in the episode, like probably because he was one of the Baroque, very mathematical uh, mm-hmm. musicians. Um, and uh, they mu- they might have picked him, but he didn't say why. And then we get our first little minor appearance from the Ancient Aliens crew, which don't really come into play until like the second half of this episode. It's a lot of researchers, historians, and journalists mm-hmm. in the first part. But uh, we get a souk alert here. Sukalo yeah. souk alert here. <laughs> um, <and> no, <laughs> no, su- <laughs> no surprise here. He's very intrigued by their choice to include um, Sumerian cuneiform oh, yeah. among the many well, languages that they show. Yeah. And he goes, it's very interesting that they... My, my accent's off today. I'm not going to try. Just fucking um, do it. Since they were first... Uh, since, since they... The cuneiforms were like the or sorry the cuneiforms the Sumerians were uh, you know apparently the first extraterrestrials right. we met it's they're the first cuneiforms the first written languages ever found mm-hmm, on mm-hmm. Earth so and to me I'm like okay like you're you're fitting it into your theory which right, is fine right. but at the same time I really think Carl fucking Sagan who is very mm-hmm. much mm-hmm. a pure rationalist like he he was probably saying let's put the first language all the way up right. to the most modern languages in here so they can see the flow of yeah the change so, and whatever among animal sounds and all that shit too he so. was in on it man right <laughs> um but uh and that's that's kind of the first chunk so then then it moves into the search for exoplanets which is still a very big deal today so exoplanets being plant other habitable earth like right. planets out there that we could go on because we're fucking this one up so um the first big um, foot in that door was the Kepler telescope, which is a space telescope. Mm-hmm. We launched that out there, specifically put out there to search in the area called Orion Spur. So in the Orion constellation, it's by his foot. Mm-hmm. Um, and <laughs> going to stare at the same fucking spot for three yeah. and a half years. I don't know about you. I can't imagine staring at a man's foot for three and a yeah. half years unless you have a very specific that fetish. Very weird thing. Right. Or maybe he's get to diabetes and they're worried it's going to get cut off. Yeah. 
maybe maybe Ryan's somewhere else, and that foot's just wrapping yeah. there in the sky. Yeah, well, with how much light moves in time, yeah. you know, his foot most, could have been cut off. The most diabetes ago. talk I've ever had <laughs> today, <laughs> before and during recording. Well, it was here. about people with diabetes. Yeah. So. Uh, Wilford Brimley, but um, R.I.P. Yeah, and so <laughs> even for, though he's alive, right? I'm assuming the people listening to this know, but if you don't, um, the way that the Kepler telescope finds exoplanets is it looks at a big chunk of stars, and basically it kind of like signals something if the light dims in front of a star, yeah. because that obviously means there's some sort of something, something orbiting passing. it, right? So passing in front of the light of the star, dimming it a little bit, they're like, oh, there's something pat, there's something in orbit there. Let's check it out, mm-hmm. and so um, they found. Uh, by the time of airing, so probably a year and a half or so, because it was 2009, this first season aired in like mid or end 2010, um, they found five planets, uh, exoplanets, to discover by Kepler. But since then, uh, it's discovered a few thousand, because in 2015, or 16 actually, sorry, 2015, it's weird. Like I was looking up, doing a little research mm-hmm. and looking up. They keep like the number in 2015 was 2,300 exoplanets, which is insane, because they thought they'd find right. 100 in like 10 years Some, or something. Yeah. And then in 2016 or early 2017, that number's like, oh, no, there's like ten or 15,000 potential mm. because it's just found more, more and more, yeah, more yeah, since yeah, then. Yeah. Um, and so – and probably I'm, and the scientists, I'm sure, are getting better at like finding what it is. And then they start yeah. doing um, spectronomic, I think is the right word. They're, they're studying the light spectrum then of the – when they find an exoplanet, mm-hmm. they then study the, the, how light passes through it like a rainbow yeah. – and there's little breaks in the colors, and that means it's it's going through certain molecules of gas. Right, so it's a certain distance away. Then, right, and the, well, right. And they find that if there's a break in this color and this color and this color, mm-hmm. this gas only passes these kinds of light uh, and not okay. those. Yeah. So basically, by it's almost like binary data, like off, on, off, on, off, on. Yeah. And they know, oh, this is methane in the atmosphere. Mm-hmm. This is oxygen. This is... Uh, yeah. Neptune, no, it's, it's yeah. uh, whatever, yeah. Ni- so, uh, nitrogen. So for anyone who is not quite grasping that, mm-hmm. imagine when the sun is at its highest point, the mm-hmm. sky is blue. Right. When it's lower, it's at orange. Right. And that's because it's filtering through so much more gas in the atmosphere right. at the lower altitude that yeah. only the reds are coming through versus yeah. the top when it's blue. And then all these other planets, same right. thing. You know, Light is all based on reflection right. and or passing through things. And, and that's what you're seeing. As I learned in a Berenstein Bears book a long time ago, mm-hmm. Professor Actual Factual, it was about the Berenstein Bears learn about pollution. And Professor Actual Factual tells them, because they're enjoying a beautiful sunset with all these pinks and oranges in mm-hmm, it. Mm-hmm. And they're like, wow, how can you say the earth is getting polluted? This is Papa Bear. And he's like, yeah. look at how beautiful this sunset is. The natural beauty of the world. And Actual Factual is like, actually, we put so many gases into the air that the sunset didn't used to be this pink. It was mostly right. just orange and blue. Now it's pink because right. of all these other pollutants we put in mm-hmm, there. Mm-hmm. So again, light filters differently through gases and yeah. stuff too. So the so. more gas is filtering, that way you can see what's in there. Right. So that's what they're kind of doing with this. Right. Also, pink at night, sailors delight. Right. Pink in the morning, <laughs> sailors take warning. Right. So that's a little tip from the sea and sailor salty friends right. out there. And that's really more about commitment issues too because mm-hmm. you like the pink at night, but when you wake yeah. up, you want to go back to the ship. Pink in the you morning. Want, you don't want to be on shore with the baby you just made. You want to like tell that warning. lady, tell that lady in the pink she's carrying to take yeah. that little pink. Mm-hmm. Get the fuck out of here. Get your pinky stinky hole yeah. and get the fuck don't out. Don't make me get a coat hanger. I don't yeah. want to be that guy. Okay. <laughs> I don't have a stairs in my house. Right. I have a single story house. How am I yeah. going to push you down? I'm already taking that big hook from, yeah. you, I know what you did last summer, yeah. and killing fish with it. Yeah. <laughs> I, whales. I, I, I took the hook that Smee was carrying when they polished it and hook, and I stole it. <laughs> right. That's what I'm going to have to do. Right. 
Uh, yeah, so it tells you if it's going to be a good hot day or cold uh, rainy day. Yeah, big hot day or cold yeah. rainy day. <laughs> big old hot yeah. day or a little cold rainy day. Um, yeah, and then obviously the process from there's a very, and so it's funny because I wrote a note. The first forty five minutes of this episode honestly seemed like watching an episode of the universe, which is on right. Discovery or, or History as well. Which I used to love that show because it literally was kind of like this show was just yeah. about uh, here's pulsars this episode yeah. and what they're all oh, about and stuff in like science, that class on those rainy days or video days mm-hmm. I, I wish i had all those because like, yeah now when i find them on tv i'm like yes because yeah. i loved watching all that yeah. stuff i used to watch those um, like fucking like worked out in my apartment and stuff you know? yeah i mean there i really enjoyed that you know certain people are like oh fuck but it's like no this is mm-hmm. actually really cool because old uh, documentaries before that just weren't as good <laughs> yeah yeah i wonder if it was i don't think it was the same narrator as ancient aliens though it kind of sounded oh, that guy it okay, sounded yeah, similar to him voice, but yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, do we talk about Hermosa Beach in this? It's coming up. Okay. Yeah. Um, I knew you were going to fucking do that. <laughs> Hermosa and Redondo. Uh, but anyway, so this, it go, the rest of this goes into like, again, like looking at microbes on our planet to see the biomarkers for the gases they produce so that you can then, when you look at the spectrometer mm-hmm. and see what kind of colors it's producing, which means what kind of gas it's producing right. means. If we know that these microbes on our planet produce all of this methane mm-hmm. or nitrogen or whatever, we could then arguably assume that there are those all kind of microbes on that planet yeah, too, which yeah. could mean there's life. And then you also have to look for just water. You have to look yeah. for liquid water, which is the base for all life as we mm-hmm. know it anyway. So um, anyway, yeah, I mean, the Goldilocks zone, as we mentioned before, it's it's the perfect the perfect place yeah. in the solar system of a planet for life as we know it yeah, in yeah. General, to evolve. So yeah. Not too hot, plenty of water, plenty mm-hmm. of land, like whatever. Um, I'm probably going to put a spectrometer in my roommate's uh, bedroom mm-hmm. to see what kind of gas he's producing because right? I think he's yeah dying. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So <laughs> yeah, I need to find out what the proper level. of You're probably going to look okay at it like there. a laser micrometer in the microscope, and you'll see yeah. little Grim Reapers in there. Yeah, yeah. Just <laughs> cutting his butt. Yeah, Matt, uh, Matt. So my Matt, brother <laughs> also had the best idea ever. Uh, so if anyone out there can make this happen... Uh, he wanted to be able to make goggles or glasses mm-hmm. that you could put on, and then they would show you whoever's farting. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like a yeah. portable, a wearable version of the piss stuff you'd put in a pool. Yeah, yeah. But which, it's wearable tech. Exa- yeah, exactly. I'm into wow. wearable tech. Okay. I want to so be able to put these glasses on, and if someone farts, it's yeah. going to spark off. Right. I'm going to be able to see it. Cause and now, like would the benefit in. just be to avoid them or make fun of them or all just the above? Pretty much a little bit of everything, yeah. yeah. Or you put your tongue in that bad boy. Yeah, find that. <laughs> if you're like you and me. <laughs> and, your bro- and your brother, <laughs> yeah, apparently. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let me uh, put on my sex glasses, yeah. and you give them to someone else, and they're like, all this does is allow me to look at people's farts? farts yep. Yeah, my sex glasses. My, yeah, this is what we do. <laughs> yeah, my me, cum goggles. <laughs> me and Joey wear these, and we just fart in each other's faces. <laughs> and oh, yeah, they're working. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which are nice. Why nice wouldn't time. we just then do that? <laughs> Oh, no, we got to order the goggles. <laughs> no, no, no. Fun. you got to yeah. find it first. I mean, this is science here at its yeah. best, okay? Don't worry. <laughs> Otherwise, then, it's uh, frowned upon in right. society. And then we make some insane discovery, but we never tell anyone no. because we'd have to explain. We're lost in each other. How yeah. did we find that discovery? Oh. <laughs> uh, I was blung, blunging his yeah. butt. <laughs> I was finger-banging his butt with my tongue. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so <laughs> the uh, it, this segment ends. It's kind of interesting little tidbit here too. Is that this episode again, 2010, mm-hmm. and it says like, oh, everyone's looking forward to the launch of the web, the James Webb Telescope in mm-hmm. 2014. 
Uh, that still hasn't launched. They're still they're having oh. issues building it, but it's another planetary telescope. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been delayed till June 2019. Jesus it's, it's been Christ. it's been through like nine or ten delays. <laughs> See, that's then, part so. of the thing I feel like with where people complain about NASA and everyone wanting right. to get their little project into everything. It's right. like guys, just fucking let. I don't know. I saw a whole thing where there was a guy who's like, I can get to Mars there and back in 18 months. Right. And the the um, flight document and you know research document was like an inch thick where he's like, oh, if you run this through NASA, it's going to be three inches thick of every fucker's project and it's never going to get off the ground. Right. So I feel like that's just these people just don't. Well, yeah. Either change jobs or they just get too involved and everyone's like, oh, pile on. Like even with my normal job, it's like, oh, we're going to do that. Oh, you're going to do that. Okay. I want to do this and I want to do that. Like people just pile on to projects. It's literally. And and again, and there we have Elon Musk where he's like. You can Fuck run your you. own business, yeah. but then you then NASA, and this is nothing against NASA, but it's like NASA is the equivalent to Elon Musk of I have my own business, but I'm going to hire I'm going to choose to hire five bosses ahead on on top of me and make sure that all the approvals. It's like why would you do that? But right. NASA didn't have the money, and, and you know the government yeah, yeah, was like, oh, funding. we need to get in on this and make sure that they're doing it for what they mm-hmm. think of as the right reasons. You yeah, know, yeah. the most profitable reasons. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so. Uh, and then shout out to the everyone had oh, yeah. big on the, news. on the ancient Recent aliens news. groups is the SpaceX uh, rocket launched out of yeah. Vandenberg, 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 yeah. California. Um, Just and it was a, of, it was a uh, weird fucking looking thing too. Like people yeah, big were big donger, yeah, and it had like huge clouds and then little swirly clouds behind it, big poofs, and yeah, and uh, and it was it was interesting though because uh, online I saw other people comparing it to old Renaissance paintings, but also mm. old photographs from like the forties, fifties, mm. and sixties. A very similar, and those were supposedly UFO sightings too. Uh, okay. But it also just goes to show you, well, not in the Renaissance, but yeah, yeah. at least in, in the 20th century, those could have been rocket tests as well. Yeah, know? I mean, so, again, there's, you know, we theorize and all, and we'll go down into yeah. all this other shit, but uh, wobble, wobble on goggle, down. Woggle, Yeah, <laughs> down in. But um, yeah, Not I mean, jazz. just the government's at a different place in social media and the internet. Right. Like people can just share information so much faster. Right. And visual, um, there are just visual things that look. There's there's visual congruencies with things, that, right, 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 that don't have anything to do with each other. So no, no, I'm just saying. But like, so even if they were tests back in the day, people couldn't share it, and then it was all this exactly. word of mouth, and yeah. because that that actually reminded me when watching this episode, I want to bring up um, just based on people's memory and verbalizing things, like stuff just goes to shit. Right. So I was walking Christmas Eve by the beach. Lonely man walking, mm-hmm. looking for victims. Uh, I mean, just looking for people. Yeah, uh, no, but I was, yeah, <laughs> who may or may not love me back. Right. <laughs> uh, no, but I was walking, and I saw, I think, a full-on shooting star or something entering Earth's atmosphere. Oh, it was quite exciting. Hmm. And my brother's like, "No, it's a firework." And then his wife was there, and like, we're like, "No, I've done a shit ton of weed. No, <laughs> uh, I've, I've messed with fuck tons yeah, of fireworks, yeah. seen tons of fireworks. I'm like, that was not." A firework. Right. It was this bright green orange, hmm. just like booking it at a weird trajectory, yeah. and then it just incinerated. Nothing turned orange, uh-huh. and it changed colors, and it kept changing colors, yeah, and yeah. then faded into nothing. Very, and very like, likely a shooting uh, an asteroid or something yeah, coming in, like yeah. act. But you saw it like actually in That's the cool. sky, not because yeah. it was like at sunset, so yeah. the sky was still lit enough and blue to yeah, where yeah. I wasn't looking into space and just like something. Because I've seen shooting stars too, where it's like they just zip past, like it's a little movie. White. 
Yeah. Yeah. This was like full on gas burning. So that means it was some close. Because you're seeing saying. all the yeah. chemical changes exactly. as it burns as the it was minerals super cool. burn up. That's cool. But again, as I remembered, I'm like, did it change from orange to green? No, I'm like, I think it changed green to orange. Right. But again, these things, how I remember it, how big. Well, I couldn't tell how far it was. Directly, it was, directly but... related was I was talking to uh, Dan Drew. The other oh, yeah. night here yeah. at this house mm-hmm. and your carniacid extravaganza, which we have some tonight. Nothing alien about that. Yeah. Um, that is full from I don't beautiful Mexico. Beautiful. Yeah. Um, but uh, he was talking. We were talking about therapy. He's a therapist. I'm going to therapy, and he's talking about how we're going through memories. Mm-hmm. And so, and he oh, he, he made yeah. a really interesting statement where he's like, "Well, yeah, like memories really are simply." the emotion you feel as you remember something. Yeah. And you also remember things hundreds and thousands of times a day or year sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like you're going through things over and over. and But every day, your emotions change about that memory. Right. Or su- subtly or, or bigly cool. change. Yeah. You know? And so it's interesting, like, which doesn't negate all memories. It's just more like, do you have they're a heightened sense thing. of something? Yeah. Yes, they're a fluid thing, you know, so. Uh, and I mean, that's what consciousness is right. for the most part, right? It's like, you can only argue and prove you're in the now. You can never right. prove. T- you definitely can't prove tomorrow will happen. And right. you for sure can't prove the past happened. Right. Because of how reality works. And exactly. Theory yeah. and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, it's just your current perception. Yeah. Now, now, now. Which means current. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, you're you're basing everything off and your reason why you are and how you Let's make sure this cat doesn't are, walk on our yeah, recording on device here. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh. But, Yeah. <laughs> I mean, look, language and stories. We're we're remembering a show. Yeah, we're talking in these words because right. we remember these are what they mean, and right. this is how we process to speak them out. Oof. So far out. That's all man. it is. This is <laughs> pretty crazy, man. Um, but uh, yeah, speaking of memories, this next segment goes into like aliens searching for us, or what if they mm-hmm. were? So it's all of our our uh, uninitiated encounters with them. So it starts off with uh, Orson Welles' War of the Worlds, where, for those who don't know, a radio show happened that nobody right. was told it was a radio show. It was a news report to them, uh, narrated by Orson Welles, who was a big actor at the time, Citizen Kane, a lot of other big mm-hmm. stuff. Um, big fat guy. Yes. Uh, very distinctive voice. And uh, he read this whole thing as a news reporter saying that there were craft flying in the sky and they were crashing and, and, and shooting these things. And people were like, it was mass hysteria. People were running out of big cities, especially because they had no fucking clue what was going on. There was no TV at the time either. So, or at least not prevalent, I guess. But, uh, anyway, um, then we go back to 1942 and the aforementioned battle over for Los Angeles, um, which was, to set the scene, Pearl Harbor had just happened. America was not in World War II yet until Pearl Harbor happened. Mm-hmm. They fully went went you know whole hog Balls into deep. it, yeah. um, and also so then paranoia spread very fresh new into the war. Paranoia spread. Everyone was patrolling all the coasts very like way gnarlier than they usually do. So there was it like Fort MacArthur in Los Angeles. Oh, well, that was in San Pedro. Sorry, but along the coast, it wasn't just Fort MacArthur, but that was the site where mm-hmm. they were shooting all the shit from. Um. And uh, which is in kind of like South L.A., San Pedro. Um, South Bay. Yeah. And uh, so this object came into all these searchlights happen. There's a, and, and meanwhile, there are tons of houses, beachfront property, residential streets it around was, there. It, like it, it was a buildup. So this is where my little bit of history mm-hmm. and Joey gives me shit for will come in. So I grew up in the South Bay, this exact that area. That I you shit for. <laughs> <laughs> well, you gave me shit earlier. Right. <laughs> no, um, no, I grew up in this area and right. and watched it evolve. And then my aunt, 
her grandfather owned land there. Nice. So like in the early 1900s, and then now, her dad took it over. Huh? How much you get that land for? Who was his realtor? Oh, it was cheap. Um, and then her dad took over, and they owned like city blocks. They owned the crazy bar in Manhattan oh. Beach, and then she grew up there. And you know, she's 70 now, so yeah. that tells you how far back they've been yeah, ingrained. Yeah. So actually watching this, I'm probably going to see her pretty soon. So I want to ask her, yeah, yeah, like if she heard anything about this or yeah. whatever. Because, yeah, like it was such – even up until the last probably like 15, 20 years, it was a pretty sleepy town. Right. Like that whole area it was like part of L.A. and like right up into like Compton, yeah. all that shitty part. But then it just like went beach. It was the beachy surfery. place that a lot of, I'm sure, L.A. people went away, wanted to get away from the buzz of the city. Yeah, right? and this is where like even – It's not s- rural. It's just It just goes from the cityscape to residential. Yeah, like you know? big surfing start, like yeah. like Greg Knowles from Hermosa, and then you get up to – so you go a little bit north here in Malibu. You right. go south, you start to hit Long Beach and then Orange County. Yeah. But again, it was, it was people, but not a ton, you know – for the most part, working class kind of people, a lot of military. There's the yeah. giant fucking harbor. So there's longshoremen, right. all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Just like live there, hot rod thing. So people who were mechanically inclined, people who knew things, right. you know, would be able to visually see this kind of shit. Because like North, okay, that's the other thing. Like TRW's base there, which is a huge, have you, do you know TRW? Uh, the right wing is yeah. based there. Yeah. <laughs> no. Uh, TR, do you know that company? I wonder if people are posting. I'm sure they probably do. It's one of the biggest fucking government contract companies. My friend's dad oh. used to work there. And then Northrop Grumman was there. Okay. And they bought TRW, and now they became that. So this was like a hub to, again, I don't know if it was at this time, but for like Boeing. Oh, I've seen this logo all over the Northrop, place. Northrop, TRW, like all these things. So there My was. worked for Northrop. See? Yeah. Northrop, and now it's Northrop Grumman, or maybe it always was. I don't yeah. know. But um, so there was a lot of like that kind of aerospace industry in this area. Yeah. So, you know, working through all that, like, again... That is true. Growing up in Orange County, too, like, tons of aerospace companies. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, once you hit Seal Beach, that's all the old World War II bunkers right there. Um, My my neighborhood butted right up to a Navy base in Cyprus. Yeah, yeah. So there was a lot of action in this area. There were warheads under there in Seal Beach, and that train that never stopped underground the whole time Mm because they didn't want people to spy on it. Right. Fucking nuts. Yeah, so we, we should probably even just kind of do a side... Uh, we should probably jump over that fence, yeah. go into one of them bunkers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no weapons. Find them no hobolos. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm just saying, so like, there's a lot of people in this industry, I don't know if it's necessarily at this time, but right. for sure that area that I would were think inclined, so. and I would assume yeah. already there because all the government, all the planes and all that shit. Well, because World so. War II was in full effect, especially just starting here. Yeah. And the next ten years would be one of the biggest booms of industry in the country. Mm-hmm. So, 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 just kind of a side note, like, yes, this could have been what they said, alien, or yeah. there's all these could have been fucking crazy shit. military, yeah, yeah. not only government but private contract companies right. working out of that space. And, th- and this mirrors the next segment, which is to your point, it could have been a lot of a lot of sightings happened over Germany when all of the the, the early Nazi Hitler, testing, all yeah. the Nazi, you know. Kriegs were starting, you know, all the mm-hmm. bombings were starting in the late 30s, early 40s, yep. and people were seeing quote-unquote UFOs at the time, yeah. but those could have been weird tested things, because mm-hmm. again, like one of the pieces of evidence in this show, skipping to the next segment a little bit, is, but the first, you know, the first Messerschmitt, Messerschmitts and all these didn't launch until 1943, <clears throat> and I'm like, okay, but you have to test shit during a war, too, so it could have been tested yeah. up, too, you know, but... And, uh, 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 um, who was the dickhead 
Leonardo DiCaprio played that Howard Hughes. Cre- Howard Hughes. Mm-hmm. This Spruce literally, Goose. this literally is Jarpus. probably ten miles from Howard Hughes right. Parkway. Yeah, yeah, and all that shit. So yep. he was around there. He was obsessed with aerospace. Yeah. He was pissing in jars then. Yeah, just yeah. you know, growing them nails out, getting his hair all beautiful. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, he was a huge Arrowhead. Yep. And he's literally Shout out to bottle water. <laughs> a city next over. Right. From he lived in, I think. All that area is like Marina Del Rey, lower yeah, yeah. L.A. Getting into like Downey and Long Beach and all that shit. And well, no, no. Marina Del Rey's north of, of Redondo Hermosa and, and Redondo. Oh, okay. It's like kind of in between but that, that and dome Santa Monica. That the Spruce Goose was Long the Spruce Goose, Beach. Yeah, yeah, it's Long Beach. Yep. The Spruce Goose. <laughs> but I'm saying so you have this guy who's yeah. doing all kinds of gnarly tests. Right. God knows what he was really even and, doing. And because on some of these there things. was a bunch of fucking land still in South, yeah. Southern California at that time. And that's what I'm saying. So there's a lot air bases of these... and all that shit, you know. Yeah, you, you, you look at old photos from back then, even up until the 60s, yeah. it's literally open fields, especially right. even in Orange County. There's oh, like yeah. what's totally developed was straight up. Which is orange open fields. Barren yeah. ground. <laughs> it was farmland, yeah. orange fields, or desert hills. Yeah. That's pretty much it. So back then, I mean, people go, LA, it's so this, but it's like, no, like. No. The, that boom of society and yeah. people took a long like LA was most LA recently. was super concentrated in Los Angeles downtown proper exactly and then it slowly spread out as Into, these industrial companies yeah. built up so that people worked around those and yeah. built houses and neighborhoods yeah. and shit too. and right so. now it's like the South Bay has a huge resurgence in the last like twenty years because yeah. there's like Jim Henson Studios and all right. these LA people moving there because it's just nicer than the shithole that right, LA exactly. is too. <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, so it was a little more open than a lot of people think. Yeah. And then there was a shit ton of just crazy, again, private and government contract companies right. running around out there. So yeah. God knows what was getting tested. Going, yeah. yeah, there were definitely were unidentified flying objects. I'm sure. You know, and hey, like I said, we're not saying that this wasn't fucking aliens too, but uh, and I know it's what fucking just, aliens is, yeah, <laughs> what it feels. It's like, just but, in the show they didn't touch any of right. those like industries or right. people or regions, and it just goes to show that there are a lot of things that you aren't thinking about sometimes when trying to prove a point. <laughs> yeah, you know, and and doing research and stuff. So that's why again, it's better to have an open mind about thing and accept data instead of rejecting data. Yeah, you know, yeah. so it's yeah. So anyway, but yeah. Long story short, sirens went off on a night in 1942. Uh, everyone was paranoid from Pearl Harbor. Fucking artillery fire started going off for like two hours straight. And there was this famous picture in the LA Times that you could just look up, mm-hmm. uh, you know, UFO or look Whatever. up a battle yeah. for LA, LA Times, 1942. And it looks definitely like your classic saucer shaped with a little top thing in all of these searchlights getting mm-hmm. lit up by artillery fire. So, right, right. Um, and then the the most interesting part of this to me was they had witnesses on the show, people that lived in those houses on the beach That's or in the neighborhoods, yeah. so, which was cool to, to see that. It was really cool. They actually had eyewitnesses there. Yeah. Literally a lady that tripped and scraped her knee on some shrapnel in her backyard right, and, and kept the shrapnel, uh, which she was very proud of in yeah. an odd way. Very sharp. <laughs> this is the most interesting thing about my life. She's <laughs> one of those I eat weird shit people, and yeah. she said she ate it every day. Right. Pooped it out. <laughs> Um, but uh, <laughs> it kind of looked poopy too. But yeah, it was well, pretty rusty, yeah. pretty old. Um, but anyway, and they were like, they all were like, the the thing is that was interesting is that there was a bunch of U.S. jets, like fourteen of them, flew after the thing went off down towards Redondo, which is the next south city by from Hermosa. Yep. So it was getting shot down, losing altitude. And all these jets followed like a minute later. Mm-hmm. And to this day, the army, the military denies those jets were ever flown. But they were clearly like Stars and Stripes jets, they say. Right, right. Um, and uh, so anyway, they thought maybe it was a Japanese plane or whatever. Because, of course, Pearl Harbor, they think, oh, it's an experimental yeah, Japanese thing shit. or whatever. Yeah. Um, but uh, 
they tried to say that it was a barrage balloon, um, mm-hmm. and which is totally improbable because where they were stored in a city called like El Segundo or something, it would have had to go. The guy described like the flight pattern would have had to like loop to loop, go over some mountains, come back and go well, down. If it is El Segundo, that guy's wrong, right? Because no he's offense. like because El Segundo is like a city. Inland from right. Redondo, it's not so maybe it had to, super far away. Like right. it is Did it, really would it, would it have to go close. over some hills though? It would have to go over nothing. Right. It, okay. It, the only way it would go over hills is if it went like south and west and right. went through uh, Palos Verdes, yeah. which is not even hills. It's more hills into cliffs. Right. And then somehow went north and back south. But the way the winds work, most of the winds, especially at night, run offshore. Right. So they're pushing in and swirling. Yeah. So I mean, it could have been a weird like offshore day and yeah. then shifted regardless I'm not saying too, it's though, not possible i yeah. mean because it is inland so to get right. to the coast but i mean once you're at a certain altitude the the, the patterns all that well and that's the thing too, that's the thing but... too is that it, it doesn't explain they were shooting at it and hitting it for right. hours a balloon would have popped and died or yeah, whatever unless they're shitty aim right and then, <laughs> and then and then it also wouldn't have been flying quickly towards redon like you know what I mean? so wouldn't move that fast that yeah. all seems like bullshit so yeah. Um, but anyway, um, 14,000 rounds were fired at it, which just that alone is like, that wasn't a balloon of any kind. I wonder where they got that number if the government's denying, or they're denying the planes. They were just denying it was was an alien of alien But they they also deny the the planes were there. That's true. So that's what I'm saying. So I wonder where they get this 14,000 rounds. The people, apparently the people at Fort MacArthur are allowed to say that or whatever too, because they... This Were they how, using ground arsenal then? I guess. Oh yeah, because yeah, they show the all, tanks. They and have all the that big cannons yeah, at the yeah. fort. So, and that's that was the most fascinating part. It shows how fucking weird we are as humans. Every year, yeah. people <laughs> people go to Fort MacArthur and San Pedro and re, and they and they reenact it like a civil war group. Like it's so, it was such a traumatic event for a lot of people. But, but it also, I feel like the people reenacting it weren't even alive at the time right they're just celebrating it in some weird way i'm like okay another tradition for tradition's sake well and that's the thing like i always listen i've listened to like dr drew down crollo forever Mm -hmm. and dr drew especially lately is like i mean yes the past few years is all about how more and more we study human psychology we study how it's why you know abused abused peoples seek more abuse or go back to abusers or or whatever and like we or why religious traditions about horrific events we keep doing these things to to uh, memorialize them every year on a certain time at the mm-hmm. time. And it shows how we are – it kind of feeds into basic human psychology of if you survive something traumatic, you actually want to yeah. then always remember it so you never die from that kind of thing again. So right. you will hyper-remember it, which kind of explains this tendency towards that trauma reenactment is, mm-hmm. is cathartic for our brain in some way. Right. Not necessarily healthy, especially in the case yeah. of abusees and stuff like that, but like it makes sense where we're like, you know, with Christianity, well, we're celebrating the horrific torture of a man on a cross. Judaism, like Hanukkah, is celebrating a horrible time when these, all these and, Jews yeah. were, were, were in a temple by the military at the time, and they just wanted some light and some candles, mm-hmm. and miraculously it lasted for eight yeah. or nine nights and stuff. And so... Anyway, we, we, we do that shit all the time, well, big and small. Yeah. And know? it's like that I survived this, so this must be the right, right. thing. Especially in pe- abuse cases right. where it's like, right. well, I've gotten this far. Or or just people who are, right. I mean, if you're religious, whatever. I'm not religious, mm-hmm. but it's like whenever you kind of shock someone's belief system, they go, right. yeah, but I w- I've been right this whole time and because I'm, right. I'm alive, so right. I'm, a, I'm right. And right? your brain, because like, because our brains... In and of themselves, aren't that smart? <laughs> yeah, it's our inter- it's our interaction of our brains with reality and how they process the information. Mm-hmm. And so, our brains just know what helps us survive. Yeah. they just know. Oh, th- I got out of this 
uh, scary situation, which made all of my adrenaline run for my is it the not pituitary um adrenal glands and all that not right. and that's not even right there's a it's the back of your I hind express brain express my glands yeah. all over my face <laughs> Ugh, just picturing children's okay. with his butthole <laughs> prolapsing and pulsating <laughs> uh, oh this feels great <laughs> i must reenact some this. kind of pink sock structure has yeah. <laughs> formed out like a worm <laughs> or a uh, <laughs> um but uh that sound is the same sound like when you fingered a girl's asshole on a first yeah. date. And even, <laughs> even though I didn't, that's just what you said happened, right. even though it didn't. Right. Because um, you watch. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I was there. Uh, anyway, but yeah, that was the Battle for Los Angeles, which was the first like mass sighting in whatever. So, um, And speaking of mass... We're going to go produce some mass in the bathroom real quick and take a big, a big break, <laughs> a big log break. So we'll be right back. We just uh, poured some liquid on our glasses and poured some liquid out of our asses. Yeah. Joey made a big stink. Oh, yeah. Um, so, yeah, we cut back to um, aliens and world-changing events. That's pretty much what this next segment's all about. So it kind of introduces this guy, William Bramley, who's in He's in the episode a little bit. He's never really in the show again. I don't like focusing on anyone that's not really like a regular, mm-hmm. but... Uh, he kind of looks like Rodney Dangerfield mixed with John Goodman a little <laughs> bit. But uh, is this he, guy with the hair lip? No, that guy comes no, in more. That was that's like uh, I can't remember. That's I wrote his name down it. later, yeah. but yeah, he actually shows up later in the show. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, but uh, and it's oddly enough, he's like the one guy I almost feel bad making fun of because he seems really nice, yeah, yeah and yeah. like really smart. Just <laughs> but he's just weird, and he has the sideburns and stuff. Yeah, and yeah. you know, he's got a whole thing going. He's right. probably got a franchise going for himself. Mm. Frisbee is his name. It's like oh, something God. Frisbee. Yeah. But he's like some aerospace doctor or an yeah. engineer or something. But I went anyway. to high school with a guy with the last name Frisbee. He's super stuck up dick. Oh, probably Like a son. super nerdy guy who got pissed off at me for a science project because mm-hmm. his parents helped him with everything and I oh. did everything myself. Oh. <laughs> so it came out, mine wasn't as good and he cried. Like your half of the project? Yeah, because oh. we didn't get an A. <laughs> and he cried and then he thought I made fun of him and I never did and he hated me ever since. Oh my God. <laughs> I hated every second of high school. <laughs> um, but yeah, he wrote The Gods of Eden in 1993, or published, whatever. And he, he basically, this is a guy that literally thinks every single cat- catastrophic event in human history was alien and intervention. Exactly. So it's like, I mean, it's like, when you hear that, I'm always like, okay, this guy has an agenda. A little too you know? much, yeah. Um, they mention him. They don't really talk about him again. It's more just to like introduce this idea that aliens changed mm-hmm. the course of human mm-hmm. history. Because again, I always have to forget that we're in season one still. Yeah, not everyone's watched all the episodes, mostly like we have and stuff too. So, because um, it's just repetitive to us. But anyway, um, we get back to the World War II section with UFO spotted over Germany. Um, we talked about this a little bit, but that's part of the interesting thing is that I mean, a lot of people if you're into World War history, World War II history at all, most people know that Hitler was into the Nazis and Hitler were into the occult, and mm-hmm. they were into very science fictiony shit because they were looking for. Any edge they could get, like any sort of way to build what they would call a Wunderwaffe, which is a wonder weapon. You know? Right, which not, we built the not, bomb. Right, not the yeah. best waffle in the world, Yeah, but a waffe, which means weapon yeah. in German. So, um, and then um, this is where Dave Grohl shows up later. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, the Foo Fighters are born during yeah. World War II, yeah. um, despite them only probably being in their 40s or 50s right now. But yeah, um, but yeah that was actually interesting. Third time I forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> um, so... Uh, yeah, Hitler's search for like both technology, but also the origins of the Aryan race, which yeah. we've talked about before. 
which is like the Aryan race basically is what people believe is that we talked about the Sumerians and the Anunnaki, which are their gods, you know, the extraterrestrial gods coming down uh, in the Sumerian religion and breeding with human with with yeah. primitive humans. And that first race of Aryans, which had God DNA and human, you know, mm-hmm. Homo or the erectus most or whatever God DNA. Yeah. Yes, the they were the purest, most strong mm-hmm. race because the gods literally have you know the, the strong divine alien DNA in them. So he was always trying to get back to that, you know. So yeah. he was very occultist and interesting in that way. Um, but uh, and that also leads to which I, I totally forgot about was that there was something called the Society of the Golden Dawn, which a lot of the big sci-fi authors at the time were all a part of. So Bram Stoker, oh, right. who wrote Dracula, H.G. Wells, who who wrote. Uh, uh, oh no! Sorry, Jules Verne wrote. Jules Verne was in it and wrote Journey to the Center of the Earth yeah, and all, all that stuff. H.G. Wells was was that Twenty Thousand Leagues? H.G. Wells? I thought that was or Jules H. Verne. Who the fuck was H.G. Wells? Look it up. Look it up. Yeah. Um, and then Aleister Crowley, um, who was a very interesting man, but yeah. uh, uh, an occultist himself. But um, Mr. Crowley. Um, bah, bah, oh, the bah, Time bah, Machine. H.G. Wells yeah. was the Time Machine. Yeah. So um, they do gener- the Journey <laughs> to the Center of the Earth. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, that was Jules Verne. Um, oh, okay. So, but um, who knows? Tell me if I'm whatever. Wrong, but yeah. <laughs> but uh, anyway, it was these it was these sci-fi authors at the time um, were part of the study, and they believed that uh, in not only UFOs but in aliens. And this was like the late tw- uh, night or 1800. 19th century, yeah, 1800. So, um, but uh, and so Hitler was re- obsessed with the Society of the Golden Dawn. Because he, they basically kind of like this show and how we're doing it, this, doing this now. Mm-hmm. Um, it kind of like wrapped up all the occult stuff and all of this historic stuff. Which, again, imagine how boring the fucking world was back then compared to now, um, and how interesting it must have been for fucking some shitty painter like Hitler yeah. who was all disenfranchised and emo and shit to be like, mm-hmm. oh, I might be part of this special race of people and right, what, and right. use this as a window into. So poor people listen to me and say you're part, you're special too, and you know mm-hmm, blah blah mm-hmm. blah. But all this bullshit. But anyway, um, propaganda. You know bullshit. Uh, no. <laughs> uh, but he would go back to the Indian <laughs> Vedic text, which you talked about before, which is like the uh, Marahabata and all that stuff, where it was about you know uh, the gods of India in flying machines mm-hmm. and all the technology and all and the weapons they had and all that stuff. Um, but anyway. Um, the whole point of this was that, in terms of sightings, that American fighter pilots then saw, or allied fighter pilots, sorry, just, just the mm-hmm. Americans, but these fiery balls of light up in the sky while they were on German city bombing raids. They were just going right. around, bombing Berlin, bombing Hamburg, and all this stuff uh, in the beginning of, of our time in the war. Um, and they called them Foo Fighters because in French it was Fleur Fighters, I think, which means firefighters. Right. Um, but that's where the term Foo Fighters was born and the right. shitty band that you know took the name. But... Uh, and they thought they, they were they German thought, secret weapons. They they said, as they blossom, and mm. um, if we could be heroes, right, right, is that that song? No, no. That's <laughs> a hero song. There Wings. goes my hero. There goes my hero. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So they're fighting. They're right. sh- jizzing these lobs up. Right. Uh, <laughs> there goes. My it was more. Hero. It was more that the German wanted to yeah. bore the the Allied troops to death with their kind of derivative. Uh, generic rock music where they mm-hmm. didn't really excel in any way and they thought yeah. oh we could make the pilots fall asleep yeah. with these boring tunes yeah. and weak riffs yeah and then maybe they, they tapped a foot right. and hit yes. the wrong pedal <laughs> right. and then kind of drift into and they twirl into each other and you know spiral bomb into you <laughs> know the crown and sky and beautiful and, yeah uh, but 
These and then things, all those bombs will go off as the planes crash. Right, yeah, into our cities. But uh, yeah. but yeah, so these were these balls of light, and they were described as... And there was hundreds of cases from, from pilots at this time. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, and it's interesting because there's pictures kind of of them too, but whatever, yeah. but which could have been explosions. But still, oh, the whole point was that it, they didn't seem to try to be damaging the ships. Like, And some of the pilots even said, I literally flew through it and there was right. no mass to it. But some of the ships had like minor mechanical failures, they mm-hmm. said. And then we get our first David Hatcher Childress alert in this episode where he goes into how the Germans were researching techno- mercury-based technology. Right. So... Uh, if you and and how if you take mercury and put it into a, a totally enclosed thing and spin it the fuck around like rotate it like to an insane yeah. degree, you start getting an electromagnetic reaction, light, which is and yeah. lift. So yeah. you get like sparks and light and lift. Uh, you know, like literally, which like, is how we generate electricity. Anyways, you spin a magnet around mm-hmm. a piece of metal or There's copper, or whatever. Electromagnet- yeah, so it's so probably some sort of magnetism. <laughs> yeah, probably uh, something in that same realm. Right, because mercury is a liquid a metal, thing. right? Yeah. So, um, anyway, um, he's saying, "Oh, they might, they must have been researching alien technology and figured this out because in 1936." There's this alleged UFO that lands in Freiburg, Germany, um, and they and they say that the engineers in Germany, like the Nazi engineers, reverse engineered the shit out of that ship that fell, that uh, like landed in this forest or whatever. Yeah. Either way, experimenting with mercury, UFO inspired or not, is whatever. But still, but that's how we people have been experimenting with mercury forever. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you listen to the other podcast, right. S Town, right? That's where that guy go in, and he just gonna play fucking anything in gold and use mercury right he's like because this is how they used to do it when they like back in the day building clocks doing right. these things they would do this crazy mercury stuff so right back in this time frame is when people i think i wouldn't say necessarily discovered it but discovered or were more intrigued by its capabilities well, and not understanding we'll talk about it later on this points. on this yeah. show but multiple times over the course of ancient aliens, they themselves talk about how the Terracotta Warriors Pyramid in China or Hong right. Kong or wherever, which is thousands of years old, literally the entire like what that looks like yeah, aqueducts yeah. were for mercury. So there right. was just thousands of gallons of mercury running through it because yeah. they thought it had magical properties and stuff. Well, didn't they, they don't, don't on this? They say they found some sub or something that was yes. crashed. So then, two, then they found two U-boats. You know, right. Uh, just just a few years ago, yeah. you know, Childress is on there, and he's yeah. like, uh, uh, they found two that uh, their entire cache of stock, <laughs> stock pile, their entire <laughs> cash, stock pile, stock. Yeah. <laughs> Cash call. Gold. Cha-ching. <laughs> Thanks, Cash Call, for Thank being you. a sponsor. What of Agent Hundred <laughs> yeah. Cash Call. Cha-ching. Uh, but yeah, he's like, he's like, their entire cash was mercury deposits, and so right. like they have all in that, which is you know, again, if you have a dictator with who has put no limits on anything, yeah. except for his word, and he's a little kooky or a little into this or that, mm-hmm. like your entire, it's insane to think an entire country okay. and regime will reflect that, you know, yeah. so. Anyway, what, but what I what I also thought during this episode, um, we're taking a strong anti-Hitler stance okay. on this show. Okay, we're going to go out there. A lot of people aren't saying this. We didn't appreciate Hitler very we didn't much. Like okay, him. bad guy. Okay, yeah. <laughs> he tried to turn me into a vampire. Right. Um, <laughs> no, it's uh, <laughs> just making out with yeah. you. <laughs> um, oh, one thing that flashed with like all the Hermosa stuff, Joey, uh, back in your fucking <laughs> hometown. Uh, no, Insane and like narcissist. Roswell, all those <laughs> yeah. things. So, and let's see if you think I think we all think the same thing. So, when they go to these ancient texts and and, and descriptions of these ships, they're yeah. super elaborate, right. super advanced, yeah. right? 
when we go to the realm of Ro- Rosignol, no, <laughs> Roswell, um, it's almost stylized and a tech of the day. Right. That's more advanced. Is that right. is that weird to anyone else? Like, right. it's these shitty, super clean silver ships right. with wires. And That's a really good point. And yeah. all these things where this is the age these... of the airstream trailers. Like yeah. everything was metallic, clean lines, and we're actually kind of getting yeah. back to that now in modern. We're going back right, to that right. retro so, style, yeah. but like clean lines, cars were clean, metallic, simple pill-shaped things a lot yeah. of times. So it's yeah, and and I feel like they're like when they flash back to these crashes and these things, it's like mm-hmm. everything was smooth and there's wires exploded and right. these lights. Where when we go way back, they're like, oh, these were these hyper-elaborate things with right. lights and crazy stuff. Then you hit the 80s and now, and it's like, right. again, crazy textured ships right. and things and stuff. Even, so, even Spielberg Close Encounters, it's like the right. ships are just like fucking insane or the E.T. Yeah, ships yeah. or whatever, too. I, so I just kind of, that kind of popped into my head and I was like, it's right. kind of weird that. I, I think it, it, I think you're right in the sense that I think it really goes into the whole, when your mind doesn't understand something, yeah. it will start to fill in its own blanks. And especially if you're just seeing something as a fucking a shape of light, yeah, there is no detail, I guess. You know what I mean? And and that's that's so it's yeah. like I'm not saying these weren't those things. It could just be oh well, the more modern the technology, the less mm-hmm. the less textured it'll be or whatever. I don't know. Right. But um, but it's like if like all the and we'll get to this later. But like all the the boom in the '90s of the video camera and mm-hmm. filming all mm-hmm. these things, you really just mostly saw lights all the yeah. time. You know, so there's some bright light or whatever too. So they really you really couldn't tell. I mean, yes, of course, there's a ton of pictures where you can see metal in this and that and the other too, you know. But it's just a wonder. It's like, why are some of them lights? Why are some of them metallic? Why are yeah? And I'm not, again, I'm not saying it's bullshit. We're just asking yeah. why. Like, I don't yeah. know. Like, I'm just I'm curious right. as again, to why is that it is. Human or is it truly alien? Right. Because right. that's a good point. Which is like, are you filling in the blanks yourself, especially with shitty cameras back then in the mm-hmm. '40s and whatever too? Um, yeah. Could you see those like? Photos, whether they've been debunked or not, are like mm-hmm. these silver, small, teeny crafts, and then now it's like beams of light. So right. like, on a shittier film, why are you seeing a clearer right. thing? Case in point, though. Case in point, counterpoint. Casey. So just recently, the um, Harry Reid, I think his name was, he was the former head of a... And we'll get... As this, next, oh, this, this is the, the next segment. update. So yeah. very recently... Former the the current uh, I'll just fucking skip to it. Um, That's a jump. Yeah, so this is a big one. We'll jump a little bit to that. So it's there's actually not that much detail that we're missing out yeah. on. So the Robert, Indiana other, other Indiana. than other than my great note that Robert Frisbee, I have dubbed, oh sorry, sorry I have I dubbed sideburn Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> 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 um, he discussed oper- Operation Paperclip, which is where the Americans during and post war when they when we won they <laughs> oh we're not Americans oh, oh my god they found us out. Um, they they went through and just like fucking scrapped everything. They, they all the, the Germans had to re- like relinquish all their plans. They were building. They were planning on building a space station mm-hmm. with the sun powered ray gun and like all this crazy shit. Anyway, we skipped to Roswell after this, and the plastic surgery queen herself, Linda Howe, is here, and she's, she's using some alien tech on those tits, huh? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and face. I think this is the first like on location little thing we get mm, too, like mm. little vignette in the show because she's like in the field in Roswell where it happened in the the Mac Brezel farm, the ranch. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. He was the rancher that uh, was ranching all over the place out there. He's yeah. the guy that discovered the crash of Roswell after the big storm. Um, but um, anyway, she then talks about a document that she has received at some point. At the time of filming, before the time of filming the show, which was again 2010, and this is one of those things that has proven to be completely true, and it's fucking cool to talk about because um, 
Harry Reid was the, it just retired, I think, from being the Senate Majority Leader. <laughs> mm-hmm. And he admits that he was the former head of a department called the, the fuck, where did I write it down? The Advanced Aerospace, uh, fuck, where did I write it? It's like the Advanced Aerospace um, like Intelligence or Weapons um, something program, like searching mm-hmm. for that shit. And so, uh, I'm sorry, here it is. The Advanced Aerospace Threat Detection or Threat Identification Program. And so the AATIP, uh, A-tip, that's a double A-tip right there. Um, but he literally has gone on, and if you've been following Giorgio Sukalus on his like social media recently, mm-hmm. he is charged up as fuck. And for oh, yeah. this is when he's I'm like, hey, good for you, man. Factual. He's saying this yeah. stuff is factual. Because Harry Reid is like, now it's, because yeah. uh, people were asking Harry Reid, are you proud that this all this stuff was revealed and all and that you you know it's official that this was a thing when the government denied it forever? He's like, yeah, because now there's actual scientific evidence to prove the existence of UFOs. He didn't say aliens, but UFOs at least, yeah. you know. So um, because there's you know this whole the rest of this episode is about cover ups and stuff mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. that. So it's a pretty cool part that she literally in this episode as we're watching it to, earlier today again rewatching it. She's like, I was handed this paper. And it had a Department of War stamp on it that said there were victims pulled from the crash in Roswell, not just debris. There was actual biological beings of some kind in those craft. Um, And then for a day, the Army reported, yes, we discovered this unidentified flying object and just got the debris. The day after, the government releases another story saying the famous weather balloon story, which is this was just weather balloon testing. It wasn't anything unidentified, blah, blah, blah. So um, thank you. Um, but, uh, so it was cool to like be watching the show, hear her talking about something that, Hey, we could have been totally skeptical about had right. we not heard this piece of evidence today. And it's like another one in the AAT guys, not another yeah. notch on their belt, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, cause it's not like I want these guys to be wrong. It'd be fucking cool if they were right. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So anyway, the, uh, the first, uh, official use of the word UFO was in 1952. Um, and this segment ends on, the Phoenix, Arizona sightings. Um, these were huge. Uh, the news was capturing it. The uh, the Larry King show captured it. And this whole section kind of talks about the boom of the video camera being the the next level of like so like and you know Bill right. Burns gets on there and he's all charged <laughs> up in this episode and he's like again uh, Jim Leahy rest in peace from Trevor yeah. Burke voice but um, can't remember his real name <laughs> the actor's name but uh, I think he also kind of looks like Red from. He does, yeah. Uh, that seventy show, yeah, yeah. But he kind then he kind of has like a little New York, yeah. He has a fully different something yeah. voice, but uh, yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, he's on there and he's like, "Now you you could you could be told this, or you could see that photograph, but if you see it with your own eyes, you see video footage of this, you can't deny that." And so, fifty percent of people in the U.S. as of two thousand ten say they believe in UFOs. Forty seven percent. Think that the government is lying to them, and so he's all fired yeah, up. He's like so, numbers. like yeah. he's so like charged up about this this section here. But uh, but hey, to to be fair to him, that's when I fell in love with all this shit because I was born in the early eighties, mm-hmm. and I used to watch fucking sightings and the X Files, yep. unsolved mysteries, and all those fucking shows. That Are you shared. afraid of the dark? Right, <laughs> that had the weird alien oh, thing yeah. in the opening sequence, the that Spice out Channel, people. yeah. <laughs> How can I get these wavy oh. lines and hear people yeah. and watch them? Why fuck? are these wavy lines somehow making my DNA so horny? Yeah, and so jerk off a <laughs> I need to spread my DNA right. based on these lines. Yeah. it needed to come out. You yeah, know? Um, that is why. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> I'm out of your pants. Is that your Von Daniken impression? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he gets one shining moment this episode yeah, later. But big, uh, thick chariot. But yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I ate all this shit up because it's it, what he says is absolutely true. It's like when you're seeing this shit, and the early 90s were not the age of Photoshop or advanced no, special no. effects until like I mean, people are just getting computers and honestly barely. like jurassic park when that came around like changed the game because then you actually would start believing well fuck maybe they could doctor that shit to right, like right. super real you know but even- well and just the fact that you're like oh that tech to like well i until i, I mean i was like in fourth grade or something yeah. but like oh they can use computers to map dna and change mm-hmm. things so like right fuck if we can do that in this yeah. like Jesus Christ, what the hell else is possible? Exactly. Or, or, yeah. or you know, the future is right. now. Like, you're just doing crazy stuff. With right. T- tech, you know, compared to now is like, you know, primitive. Exactly. Yeah. Like, you wouldn't yeah. even think the of tech a tech back then. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Same, same, same. yeah. <laughs> like, like a floppy disk, right? Like, right. we don't even have disk drives anymore. So mm-hmm. it's like, Jesus. And the way, you know, yeah. how fast the computers work. But we'll always have dick drives. <laughs> if you couldn't see, I was throwing the shock yeah. out. <laughs> um, um, people are made. With intent. <laughs> and based on genetic process. All people are made with intent. Our people. <laughs> oh, it's a little okay. Guardians of the Galaxy 2 reference. Because oh. I watch it all the time on Netflix. Oh, okay. <laughs> I saw it once. I'm done. I forever. enjoyed it. It was fine. He flirted with her and said, we could fuck. Right. He said, oh. She's like, hey, I'm Chris love- Pratt. We could fuck. <laughs> I would love to learn the ancient ways for educational reasons. Like, ooh, she wants it, even though she right. can't get it. Mm-hmm. Is this that Asian bug lady Who you're would? talking about? No, no, that Asian bug lady is pretty hot too, though. Uh, no, this is one of the the um, sexual love. Oh, my antenna! So my head don't fall off when I walk through. Now, if you jerk off a girl's antenna, I like that. Is that gay? No, it's absolutely like it's not. It's a girl's uh, antenna, yeah, right? Yeah, it's like She's massive nipples. all over. Yeah. yeah, she could just feel you and make you feel what you want. Right. Just like good? just like Demolition Man with that VR sex thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Quick side note. Do you know there's like a theory that like Sandra Bullock is somehow related, like his daughter or something, to, to oh, Sylvester in Stallone in that movie? But like I looked at the what? theory and it has nothing to do with anything because I think okay. they use like another movie to prove it. And I'm like, you oh, can't yeah, do they're that. They're not <laughs> canon. Yeah, yeah. You, they're not in the same fucking world. But you know what's yeah. funny is I thought I think about that. Like kids growing up now, they might assume that like all movies have a shared universe or something like that. Like, oh, because so it, many are. Is this tied the world together. of movies? Like, right, like, right, that, right. Yeah. Do you have a PSP? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, we are all connected via PSP. Via PSP. (laughs) Um, Sorry, I once had a child uh, just walk by and ask me that and keep on walking. It was a very odd experience. As if you've been waiting to ask him that for months and months and months. And didn't even stop to hear my response or like, yeah, let's play PSP. Because I think to this child, the coolest, what cool people have... Are yeah. their own PSPs. Yeah. You've made it at <laughs> right. that point. That which kid... I did have a PSP, actually. <laughs> and that kid, who I knew who his fucking dad was, because they yeah. lived below me. Uh, they lived to blow me. <laughs> <laughs> they lived below me. That dad, I could almost guarantee, probably takes that fucking kid's PSP for himself all the time. Yeah. And oh, that's yeah. why he was probably stoked on the idea of having games. his own PSP. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But anyway. <laughs> Sorry. Hyper, <Sandra> hyper <laughs> specific and personal. I never even uh, thought to think. <laughs> never thought to think, uh, yeah, because he never referenced that Stallone fucked anyone in that movie. No, to have a kid. No, not at all. Like, and and generate, and that would have yeah. been what is a hundred years? No, no, no. Think? It was like twenty or twenty five. No, he was. It was nineteen. Oh yeah, because someone's alive when he was there. It was ninety three, and then he yeah. wakes up in like two thousand seventeen or right, something right. like that. So um, this 
year. Yeah, where they use the seashells to wipe mm-hmm. their butts. Well, I uh, still use TP in this day and yeah. age. And Nick, uh, not Nick, uh, what the fuck's his name? Rick Schroederton. Uh, who's the guy that is... Rick Moranis. Is... <laughs> Fucking God, I can't remember his fucking name. No, now. I'm looking uh, at him too. Rob Schneider. Head. Rob Schneider. Rob yeah. Schneider. Filipino man. Anti-vaxxer. <laughs> Filipino. Yes. Looks like a little weird right. white guy. And he's giving Stallone shit for not wiping his shit with the peach seashells. Anyway, which is disgusting. Peach seashells. Because I think that you take this. They were peach, seashells. but like the color was peach in the back. Come on, of the movie. way to cover up, Joe. You, but it's like beach. No, stop it. Because were you supposed to then scrape your poop? And nobody share? knows. That's yeah, the I know joke. That's the joke. I nobody know. knows. Anyway, because we don't um, know, he doesn't know. This next section was very interesting because it directly has to do with a long-standing guy on the show, which is Nick Pope, who's a British man who's been in multiple episodes before already in this first season. He's the guy that the fucking British Ministry of Defense oh, specifically yeah. hired for like 18 years. Yeah, yeah. I always just, look at the date on his just, thing. It's yeah, like, Jesus. To just go through all the reports of England, Wales, and Scotland, like the UK. I think that's mm-hmm. the UK, yeah. Um, well, is Ireland part of the UK or no? Uh, no, like that's that's part right of now? Great Britain. Uh, Fuck, I don't. I'm, there's three God. different ways. My fiance is going to kill me because she knows this. But uh, anyway, there's three ways to talk about it. But anyway, okay, okay, okay. Um, I no, I think when it's Ireland is the United Kingdom because it's all three, right, all of the yeah, or whatever. Right, I think yeah. Great Britain is the continent where Scotland, Scotland and Wales and, yeah, are okay. with England. Anyway, okay. so sorry, 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 British sorry. fans. We know you're out there. We're we're ignorant to that. Sorry, I couldn't tell you this. The capital of, uh, I don't know. It's leprechauns. O- Oklahoma. <laughs> right. I don't know. Florida. O- Omaha. I think Florida is the capital of Oklahoma. <laughs> no, no, I'm saying or the state of Florida. Like we, Florida yeah. City, Oklahoma. We don't even know our own country because we're dumb pieces of right. shit, so sorry. Well, our country is a billion times bigger than everyone Come else. Come on, Joe. Don't uh, down. I'm not. It's just big. Um <laughs> 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 Said every girlfriend ever. <laughs> Talking about their vaginas. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> their own vaginas, yeah. Um, anyway, so, yeah, this guy is a primary fucking source for the show. Because mm-hmm. he literally, like, worked for the British Ministry of Defense specifically. And he had no interest in it. They just kind of picked him. Mm-hmm. And it makes you wonder, like, did they, like, not like Nick Pope? And they were like, eh, yeah. put fucking Nick on that. I, or whatever the fuck it is. That's mm-hmm. kind of Australian. <laughs> but, uh, I'm mixing oh, my put another Nick oh, on mate. the barbie. <laughs> put that kangaroo Nick on there, mate. Fuck yeah. <laughs> but uh, he was doing this for since the late 80s, early 90s. Um, and uh, he is on the show prevalently, I think, up until like now, like the newest episodes. Um, so it's, it's cool. Fine. It's cool to see his little origin. I never put it together before. But anyway, um, he wasn't a believer before, and he mm-hmm. kind of just shares stories for like 10 minutes on the show about all these in- these crazy military reports of mm-hmm. from varying years, all from like the 80s onward. And it's shit literally where they like have the, the walkie-talkie recordings where they're like, yeah. holy fuck, this thing's fucking, what the fuck is? Like they're all freaking out right, and stuff. Right, right, right. And uh, so he totally became a believer since then. And then all of a sudden, in 2006 or five, they just cut the fucking program and he's yeah. out of a job without any... They literally just, I think he said he found out through like the news or something saying, we, uh, the British Ministry of Defense will no longer answer questions about UFO, uh, UFO sightings in the UK, um, and we will no longer be pursuing them. And he was just like, okay. Oh, so that means I'm fucked. <laughs> yeah, like there's no, there, was, there wasn't anything proactive happening to tell him. So, um, And then my favorite part of this, though, was that 
this is where like Bill Burns is on the show for a long time. Bill but Burns. He, <laughs> Bill Burns. <laughs> Bill Burns on the show for a long time. Looks like my Grampy Grams. Uh, <laughs> he gave me the daddy milk when I was little. And now yeah. I'm a big boy. Strong. He looked it. at me and just said, yeah, I'm drinking it. You didn't even try to do the baby voice or anything. He looked at me and said, yeah, I'm drinking it. <laughs> no, drinking it. Oh. Wait, what? Drinking oh. it. <laughs> yeah, I'm jerking it. Yeah. Uh, anyway. In the old Luke Skywalker. This, this is when I like, I don't, I try not to be that much of an asshole. Like, we have fun, but like, I was rolling my fucking eyes at this part because he's like, I have been on f- at least five flights where passengers or the pilots have come out to tell me, like, like, Oh, Bill Burns is on this flight. We have to talk to him about alien stuff. If I saw him on a plane, I would not know who the fuck he was. <laughs> right. To be honest, I know who he was. Him. Fuck him. Yeah. No. <laughs> anyway, uh, push him in the wall. <laughs> uh, oh, I got an emergency exit for you, Bill. Yeah. <laughs> I fuck guys like you in prison. <laughs> <laughs> about to turn that exit into entrance. <laughs> oh, flotation device is about to explode. I love him. <laughs> we watch He's videos. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> He's great together. Yeah. <laughs> He's great <laughs> together. <laughs> In flight. Uh, <laughs> he selects the movie I want. <laughs> it is great. Doing imitations of ourselves doing another podcast. I don't know yeah. Uh anyway, he's on there and he's like, I've had I've had captains come out of the play. And I'm like, they've come out to tell you. Like and the, at least, maybe he just wasn't paying the picture right, but like maybe he interviewed. The, but he says I've been on flights where the captain has come out and said, "I just saw UFO," and and I said, "I've well, never did, fucking had." And that I happen. said, as Bill Burns, "Well, did you report it?" And he's like, "Well, here's what happens if I if I tell him I saw a UFO, the guy at the uh, air traffic control says." Do you want to report a UFO sighting? And like laughing, it's like so. It, the whole point is like, like it it's was frowned upon. It was a dumb way of introducing that. it, but it, the whole point is that yes, like that scientists are really not allowed to like to be religious at all or be into UFO or alien stuff to be considered credible, and that does suck. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, like because mm-hmm. there are people that can totally separate their work from their personal things, yeah. or blend them or whatever. But you even know? like so, UFO, I would say is way less than religious because religious, like sure, you really if you're truly in it, you have to have a you're going in with a different mindset. Whereas UFO is like, yeah, I'm open to this being real and possible. Right. So yeah, it just sucks that it's put in the same realm as religion because it's not. I but, mean, well, it's, it's like, and it's very, it's just very st- it's. It's one no, of those I know. things where seen as a I, crazy weirdo. I understand what they talk about later, which is that you shouldn't be so dogmatic, even as a scientist. Yeah, which yeah, is totally be open minded. If there's evidence for something, yeah. you should explore it. Like and, it shouldn't and, just and a UFO is unidentified flying object. Mm-hmm. Yes, I'm reporting. I saw something. Yeah, I've never I don't know what the seen. fuck it is. Yeah, I'm not saying it's aliens. It could be a bird. It could right. be some other tech. I don't know. I'm just reporting right. that there was something weird out here yeah. that I've never and seen. And it's it's sad that there's this like. Weird. Uh, apparently, in that industry, there's this macho, like '80s, early '90s movie culture of, "Oh, look, it's Mr. Abduction Guy!" Like when they're walking, right. he's walking through the pilot locker room yeah, or some yeah. shit. Like, <laughs> which I'm sure not happens exactly. Great but it's just flight like, up there, huh? Right. Yeah. Yeah. With your little green men fucking mm-hmm. your asshole, right? Oh, you saw a gremlin on the wing, didn't you? Oh, did you come like I did when you got it up your mm-hmm. butt? <laughs> oh, that's not really the right way to make fun yeah. of you, is it? Oh, did you wish <laughs> D24 would also come out and talk to you, or how about C19? <laughs> What? Just yelling off seat. Right. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, uh, um, 
Ooh, those are coach class guys. No, oh, fuck yeah. them. Oh, coach yeah. classers all the way. All right. Well, um, it's up to you. And maybe some of those uh, I like drugged up it, dogs in you know? the, uh, the brig yeah. down there. The brig. the brig. No, that's the prison. <laughs> the cargo <Yeah>. hold. <laughs> We're only finding a brig chip. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, but there's, there should be a class because, again, the the word UFO has been so sexualized. No, it's been so like <laughs> yeah. morphed Stigmatized, into, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, that it's, there should be another term that right. just says I saw something. Here it is. I don't they know. lump UFO and alien stuff within, yeah, within paranormal studies. Yeah, because that was the third pillar where it's like you can't. You, you're not supposed to be religious as a scientist. You're not supposed to be into paranormal anything. And mm-hmm. You're not supposed to be into aliens. But they yeah. lump it together. Wait, yeah, and that's so where I'm stupid. like, like, yeah, like so many. That's like a. All sciences is exploring right. the universe. Not right. all science, but Every a lot of science, you know, of, yeah. like all these programs and NASA and all these right. things are to explore space and figure right. shit out. And it's like life is part of that. Yeah. And UFOs are part of that. And there's and a lot of shit possible. we don't understand and we haven't figured out yet. And so yeah. much of human discovery has been, what's this new fucking thing? That's crazy. Yeah. Let's figure it out. And then a hundred years later, it's normal. You yeah. Know? Oh, you can't sail yeah. across the world, or right. you can't sail. You to can't those... sail across the world. Or, 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 or. Just Careful. watch me. Or, 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 or. Your oars are get tired. I'm flipper, even though it's a dolphin. Yeah. <laughs> um, Why is he acting just like a retarded guy? He's supposed sorry. to be sailing across the world. <laughs> I don't think New York's it. invented yet. Yeah. Why am I talking Jesus like this? Christ, I'm still in old York, <laughs> <laughs> which exists. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Very cabin boy esque. Yeah. Uh, style. I love that uh, the movie Cabin Boy um, York and Mindy, where it was Orc yeah. from York. And he said, oh, Mindy, I came from my spaceship yeah. today, and I fucked Matt. <laughs> yeah, and he only ate with a spork right. because it worked right, well because right. it was a spoon and Of course, cool. very efficient, yeah. very efficient. Yeah. Quite best. And so he could only eat a Taco Bell because that was the only place they right. consistently In had my a spork. future planet, we only eat sporks from Taco Bell. Yeah. Oh, yes. And we <laughs> devour, and, and the meat and the beans become one thing because it's more efficient yeah. that way, too. It is protein <laughs> that we have grown. I don't even think more who I'm smoothing was dependent on efficiency or anything. <laughs> I, <didn't... laughs> I, I came from an egg, and then I... Jerk myself off while choking myself, right, right. and then I died. Ah, yes, Jumanji. <laughs> Nobody else will believe it, though. He, Robin Williams, jerked off and right. killed yes. himself. <laughs> I'm sure people hung himself. <laughs> um, no, anyway. it was with a door. He tied himself off to a door, hung himself. He the only way it. you do that is if you're jerking it. Yeah. <laughs> if you're playing with your dork and Mindy. <laughs> <laughs> Bada bing, Robin. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, their their tax about <laughs> uh Sukes comes on and quickly talks about pretty much the next segment, which is hostile the, the consensus that aliens are hostile, which he yeah. thinks is bullshit. See, but, I think it's totally possible. I think I think it's literally equally possible both ways. Yeah. Like, I mean, to say they're not gonna to, you just have to put yourself I mean, even with Star you have to go Star Trek where in Star Trek we had the um What's their fucking command? The uh, the prime directive. The prime directive, yeah. right? So, only the prime rib directive. <laughs> the Star Starfleet, whatever, are the only ones who adhere to the right. prime directive. Right. Where you have Ferengi, you've got Klingons. other Klingons, all yeah. these people who literally Norks. don't give a shit. Yeah. Yeah. Big Baps. Big Baps. Um, <laughs> like, is there an echo in here? <laughs> um. <laughs> <laughs> um, but all these fucking races 
that only a few will say, right. yeah, we're not going to fuck with people. Right. But so many of them, like one of the episodes is like a big fuck planet, and right. there's a big UFO just flying out there controlling them. They're like, right. oh, don't accept God and the masters. Right, right. And it's just a UFO that's just watching over them. Right. And then fucks with the Enterprise. So it's like, based on just that... It's just showing that a more intelligent, more powerful... right Or like Thor, yeah. the, you know, the comics. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like, oh, the more advanced you are, the more magical it seems when the people you're controlling or or interacting with can't but, explain what you're doing. But, that, but, but what I'm saying is it doesn't dictate their belief in oh, fucking with right, or not right. fucking with you, killing you or being nice to you. Right. Like, it literally has no bearing, like, how advanced you are or not. Right. Because that race... Might be bored as fuck with everything, and they've just found you when they're bored or whatever. That's kind of like, that's like literally what the fucking Hellraiser series is. I always forget that, yeah, that there's yeah. this, there's such they're an the advanced Cenobites. race of aliens that pain and pleasure have yeah, evolved into one thing, into. and so they'll fuck you or flay you or whatever, and it's all the same to them, you know? Like, yeah, yeah, just a torture. Feeling. Torture is the same as sex because yes, it's like feeling has become numb to right. them, so they. Whatever. So yeah, and they're interdimensional beings, right. and if you fuck with them, then they get really pissed off, right. and yeah, and they are into really and they're big super bondage. arrogant, yeah, and there's a disgusting baby face meat spinning thing that they like yeah, you travel through, the and meat oh meal. god, yeah, because yeah. it fucked me up, it disturbed me very badly. <laughs> uh, but anyway, not just the pinhead, yeah. But um, anyway, they talk about the concept of then, and this is kind of boring, but like because they never bring it up, they talk about the word the term exopolitics, which I never actually oh, heard right. before, but it's basically, they made it seem like, oh, it's this thing that's happening. It's like, it's just gra- a grassroots effort where people in cities try to convince their local governments, to convince their state governments, to convince the federal government to yeah. say, we need a plan for how we'll talk to the aliens. When <laughs> It's like, yeah. can you imagine, This is sadly, how shitty that sounds yeah. to people, you know, like you're, your government, your city government yeah. office. Can get, it, the, get the fuck out of here, Barb. You're yeah. fucking shit. <laughs> well, this, this kind of does sound like even though none of these guys talking are millennials, the ultimate right. millennial, yeah, yeah, whatever yeah. thing, like my opinion is really important, right. and yeah. I've I'm so special. This is what I think so. It's real for sure. Well, well, but that it's like I'm so smart and special that I will mm-hmm. talk to the aliens in the best way. I do not right. want my government talking. It should be There's talking that element to of arrogance the and people, narcissism and, and yeah. they should be talking to me. It's like the aliens don't give a fuck. They need right. someone to right. talk to, and that's why we elect these officials right. to take these responsibilities because. Aliens or not, these people are representing you in so many other ways right. that if if it concerns you about aliens and shit, then go vote, please. Right. Of all things, sorry, guys, yeah. go vote. <laughs> hey, rock the uh, vote, guys, yeah, okay? Yeah. Listen to Puff Daddy. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, it's like you're, you're already representing them to – or you're, sorry, bleh, you're already voting them in to represent you for so many things right. that if you really care, then take this into consideration. Right. Not only – Aliens, but how do they interact internationally? How do right. they interact with other counties, states, all right. this bullshit? <laughs> how do the aliens interact with illegal immigrants? <laughs> That's my my big stance. No, but yeah. uh, no, but it's true. And and it's funny because uh, the next segment it just yeah. it tees the it up. The guy just goes off on like, oh, right. I should be the one. T-. It's like, who right. the fuck? Are you? I don't want you talking to yeah. them for me. That was one of those porn like, doctor Jesus guys Christ. that came oh, on yeah. like the super blonde hair and the yeah. whatever. I don't know what the fuck you're gonna He's say. Like, There's always gonna be skeptics doing this, and you just have to keep blonde. And I'm like, okay. But anyway, the interesting part was oh, we got a weird, huh, a rude phone over here. Um, we uh, we get to this part where I wrote a note exactly about that, which was the whole next segment starts off with who's the right person for the aliens to talk to. 
the government? I don't think so. The military? I don't think so. It should be me or should. And then, but yeah. then my my note was, okay, you guys are talking nonstop for the last what is it? Uh, eight nine hours of this season of this show about how the aliens are so fucking advanced. We would be like ants or like the zoo hypothesis yeah. to them. The aliens are going to talk to whoever the fuck they want yeah. because they probably know everything about everyone on the yeah, planet. If they're hiding and monitoring, they know right. who the leaders are. They, they can know probably read the everyone's works. fucking mind or their computer or whatever the fuck it is. They they will be able to – I mean, th- they introduced this in fucking The Abyss, in James Cameron, The yeah. Abyss, where the underground water aliens, like there's the advanced water race – they knew everything about humanity because they mm-hmm. could feed. They fed in all of their newscasts and radio and TV and movies and all yeah. that shit. And they're saying, "Hey, you guys are pretty destructive. You should chill out." Yeah, yeah. And then, and if you chill out, and but you also are very loving, so we'll give you another chance, kind mm-hmm. of thing. So yeah, we but, won't kill y'all, right? And we won't kill y'all. We're from the <laughs> south of the galaxy yeah, here, okay? south <laughs> of the waterline. Yeah, south of the blazing dike zone border yeah. there. Yeah, south <laughs> of the horizon, right. which is the water. <laughs> right. Which we live down in the Mariana the, Trench. The milky water, yeah. We just said race of underwater people. I know, but joy. I was saying, whatever, okay. Okay, so we live in the... <laughs> <laughs> we live under the planet, right. the south. Yeah, because um, again, the earth is hollow. That's a big spike. Yeah. <laughs> um, sorry, if anyone had babies sleeping in the car, I'm yeah. very sorry for that. Um, talk like George Takei. <laughs> oh, bye. Well, um, he does go on a ship out of San Pedro. That's true. That's true. A gay cruise ship. Yeah. <laughs> Believe it or not, he right. goes on a Star Trek trip out of San Pedro <laughs> where they <laughs> have the uh, annual reenactment of the aliens invading us. Right. And for him, it's the uh, reenactment. I'm a puppy along. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, that was the point where I, I... That's what I love about the show, too, is re-watching it even. It's like... I never even thought about it. It's like, the fucking aliens, they'll do whatever, they'll talk to whoever the fuck they want yeah. to. Like, they're not going to wait for you. They'll beam a fucking message into everyone's head and say, this yeah. is who we are, this is what we can do, yeah. we either want to help or you're enslaved now or whatever yeah. the fuck it is. You know? or, so, yeah, because if they can figure out the points of like what yeah. the White House is versus my right. house is, right. <laughs> or... They're going to triangulate where the nearest In and Out Burger is. Yeah. You know, Everybody, that's where they're going yeah. first. You know that. Hey, the line starts here, bro. Right. Okay. Probing Ancient Aliens, sponsored by In-N-Out. Yeah. <laughs> Delicious. Double-double served every day. Hot and fresh with right. fresh cut fries. Your choice no of additives. grilled or raw onions or no onions. Yeah. Fresh, um, not frozen. Ask about time. the secret menu. Yeah. <laughs> Get that shit with extra stuff fries. <laughs> Get that shit with extra stuff right. <laughs> uh, animal style fries. <laughs> Delicious uh, <laughs> add-on. Right. And then, so then they go into, like... This whole next section kind of all is just speculative stuff. It's all about what we were just talking about, which is like, oh, hey, it's great that the new Catholic Pope says, it's cool if you believe in aliens. That doesn't negate anything we believe in and stuff like that. Or, and then it ta- and then that's really where we talked about already the don't be so dogmatic, you know, like be open-minded about stuff. Because like the dude that, like the Vatican, despite its major flaws, like mm-hmm. it does have an insane uh, astronomical, like an observatory and all this shit going and on. And see, you know, that's too. a... Not to get too into another sob- subject, mm-hmm. but that's um, subject is sob- one talking about yeah. our sobs, right? Oh, Steve and I got matching yeah. sobs. Really hard to keep them running, but yeah, hey, with powered by jet globs. engines, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what is it? The um, sin of assimilate, not assimilation. God damn it! I just blanked on what it is. But when the church uh, says, "Oh yeah, that's us, not them," that's a sin against. All of that shit, which is always what pisses me off, like Christmas time, right? Uh-huh. Um, 
that was all pagan based. Oh yeah, Christmas rituals and, and all that. Stuff, and they yeah. go, oh no, that's really us. That's a sin. And the, right. now the the church are like, well, no, aliens are fine. No, it's like no, it's a it's a that's what you're saying is right, right, not right. Yeah, yeah. And it's well, for and your it's, shit to be real. Right. Stop and fucking changing shit. But well, but at the same time, it's like I'm I'm of the mindset now where I'm just like, hey, I'm glad that this big organization. Whatever they want to do to be more open-minded about stuff is fine with me because some of the stuff they've done is really fucking bad. Right, but see, the problem with that is it's still bad, and it's to perpetuate their lifespan. You know what I'm saying? I get what you're saying, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. I mean... I don't know. I'm not into any of that shit. I get it, but that's the thing. Like, it is... But in terms of just pure history, that's a pretty monumental thing for the Christian religious leader of the world to say... It's cool. If you want to believe in aliens, it's fine. Like yeah. God could have just created life everywhere else. We just have the book about our planet or whatever too, yeah. you know. So um bullshit. But then we get the Von Daniken appearance where he's like, "See, our religions, they are born from aliens and I'm getting very like this." But like he's he's all charged up and saying that that all religions are born from ancient astronaut theory yeah. and this whole last part that we'll wrap up on is and I've said it before, doesn't matter because I said it before recording, but like <laughs> The whole last segment of this show, you have to remember, this was episode five of season one. They didn't know they were going to get a second season at this time. Maybe they did. I don't know the fucking lore, but I'm sure at the time of filming the show, they weren't. But but uh, um, they were talking as if they had to like barf all their final stuff and arguments yeah. out because... Just a sprint to get it right, all Right, because the whole last segment is like, they finally bring in... Sukalos and Childress and the other dudes in this last segment to be like, you got to be open minded. You can't just be religious. You can't just be a scientist. You got to be this and that and whatever. Yeah. And like, be stop. your best life Don't, now. <laughs> be your best. Don't shut this down. Don't shut that down. Be open to everything. Yeah. And it's like, but then it, what's funny is like, like a grand finale kind of thing, right? And it's and it's like, and the the narrator, you know, who the narrator is great in the show. Like he like puts like yeah. he lulls you into this very comforting thing, but also emphasizes things which then help at least us as podcasters about the show help like things stand out where you're like, wait a minute, <laughs> like, yeah, wait, you get a little creepy there, yeah. or weird or like really focused on this. But yeah, what uh, expert are you, announcer? <laughs> right, you're just reading words on the screen right. there. Um, but uh Word. yeah <laughs> but uh anyway like sukalos kind of brings this not that this podcast is ending thankfully but he's like i, I think again him in the context of maybe the show is ending is his mm-hmm. last time on tv yeah he's like extra tan yeah he's he's like everything is about our dna being tampered with and technology being taught to us as primitive humans like like that's the yeah. two core tenets of ancient but astronaut ancient, theory yeah. is Somehow we were evolved Genetically quicker, modified, and somehow we were given technological information Educated. to yep. to do things that we couldn't do and and still can't do at the time. So, um, anyway, it's like it's interesting though because as the guy watching this first season, which you could almost call a miniseries, if you would, I was going like to say, that, did they even call this technically right, a season? It, it might have it just been on? part five or something yeah. like that, and later now called it, yeah, yeah. So, season. but like it's funny because ancient, and, and this is a very like not esoteric, a holistic kind of thought like about doing mm-hmm. this podcast even too, is that ancient astronaut theorists and ancient aliens, the show, religion and science, we're all just looking for where the fuck did we come from? Like, where did we yeah. start? Like, where why start? did we start? Like, why all, are we here? Right. Where all that, it all goes back to, you know, and then you get the old writers. 46. <laughs> 42. 42. <laughs> <laughs> but it all goes back to the ancient writer's adage, too, which is every story is about the same thing, which is who am I? Like, that's yeah, all yeah, any fiction or anything's about. Yeah. 
um, you know, we get Coppins on and he comes on to us say that, you know. Well, R.I.P. as well. Right, R.I.P. to me. <laughs> I'm, I'm <laughs> kind of sounding like uh, Kumail Nanjiani now. <laughs> 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 um, but he, he and Sooks come on and they're like, the, 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 the big through line of all ancient astronaut texts or whatever is, or all religious texts is the gods will return one day, whether it's right. Christianity, Judaism, in, you know, Hinduism, yeah, whatever. Jesus will rise. This guy will come. Every, right. Yeah, everything's a prophecy of return. Right, of return. And so, again, the return, like this yeah, episode. See? And, and, and their point is at least valid in the sense of this show, which is, see, like, these aliens are going to come back as prophesies in religion slash the misunderstood ancient astronaut experiences that old primitive people had, you know. So, um, anyway... And then, you know, we get kind of a big Childress Sooks finale, which is, you know, the gods, the god, gods, look like us. You know, it goes right along with the Bible. And we look, we are made in their image, the image of a very hung man. (laughs) Uh, Well endowed with a large, fertile load, plenty Uh, of uh, pumice mound to so the smell attracts yeah. the primitive woman. And bring her in and then thrust, right. thrust, right. thrust, and thrust. And then only four because I'm a four-pump chump. Mm. And I spray the numbing cream on my wiener. <laughs> then it lets me go. I, I thought you said numbing cream, which like makes it yummy to suck on or something. <laughs> Ooh, let me put nom. some cookie, cookie goo on this. Yeah. Right Hashtag nom, nom. <laughs> and the... And the nomming cream is just raw cookie dough. Yeah. <laughs> cookie butter. Right. Love that stuff. Ooh, shout out Trader Joe's, yeah. baby. Trader um, Joe's. But uh, I've sponsor. always found it kind of racist that they call their Hispanic food Trader Jose's No, stuff. there's tons of shit there know, that's racist. It's insane. <laughs> like the Asian stuff, I can't, like, yeah. I don't know. Trader, Trader Jiangzi. Yeah. Mings or something. Trader Yangzi. Um, yeah. <laughs> that's a nice Mandarin right there. Thank you. The classy accent. Um, yeah. but, uh, not like Szechuan. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it's the, the, the end of this episode really is, it's why I love Sukalos cause he just, he just fucking commits and like knows, just but he's, he's trying to do a good thing without being be an asshole. Right. It, he's, yeah. a, but he literally says like, like ancient astronaut theory is the ultimate quest for for existence and all and I'm like yeah. you know I get it but like you could argue religion or science is the ultimate quest or whatever Everything, too because yeah. it's just but I I what I do like about what he says though is like we talked about before the show is that it is to their credit the absence of dogma they're so open to any evidence yeah that sometimes it's like a dartboard though sometimes you'll fucking hit a bullseye or whatever like today's episode Linda Howe reads that document and it's like a twenty <laughs> coming out. That's have a great you heard the Linda Howe impression. No, no, no. <laughs> that guy who does the. Have you ever watched darts like on oh, ESPN? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's that bald guy. Yep. I don't know. <laughs> oh, no, that's a big spike <laughs> on the volume. Uh, it is. Yeah. <laughs> but. Uh, that fucking guy goes nuts. So. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Steve's a big fan of like the slow sports, sports, the highly technical sports. Uh, hey, that's why we play disc golf. So the Ocho. Much, it's true. Okay? It's true. I can't. I can't. Yeah. Disagree. That's why but, I like uh, curling. I like right. darts. Curling and darts. Yeah. <laughs> I like um, all of the weird <laughs> technical yeah. things. Really like that demo dog on Stranger Things dart too. For mm-hmm, that reason. Mm-hmm. Um, and I when was he, a porky little And when boy he like went that. up into Dustin's butt. He said, "Bullseye." Yeah, <laughs> we got twenty. Twenty. <laughs> um, but uh, anyway, yeah, it's it's again like not that we're wrapping up, but I'm glad to be wrapping up this season because yeah. these episodes won't be so long. Not that it's not fun to do it, but 
it's tiring to do just an hour and firing. 40 minutes. I mean, of, even yeah. if it's an hour and 40 moving forward, it'll yeah. be at least slightly deeper on right. specific things. Right. Instead of just rapid firing through each. Trying to get segment. through the pure information of the episode. You yeah. Know, so anyway, but yeah, I mean, that's kind of the that's kind of the theme, though, of probing ancient aliens is we're skeptical, but also open minded. And so it's like, we'll we'll totally give something credit if it's fucking there. Or just give it know? a chance and yeah. hear it out. Like, and, like, not and just a, instantly we, shut down. We wouldn't be doing the show if we were, like, wouldn't be like, wouldn't that be cool if that were true? Yeah, yeah. We just don't always take the wouldn't that be cool to let's believe that right, right now. Right, you know? right, and right. let's dedicate our lives to it, too. Yeah, I mean, we're all, we've always... I just hate people in general. I just fucking no. hate people. <laughs> no, anyone that just... You little fucking hobe, I'm going to slit your ba- fucking Based throat. on just a a uh, past belief or something about them and just go, oh, they're this right. all the way. Like, right. I, like, again, I'm not religious, but right. when people go, oh, he's a Christian, so they're fine. Like, all right. that fucking yeah, yeah. shit in Alabama, yeah. it's like, fuck you. Right. No. No, because yeah. I'm not, and I know I'm better than most of those yeah. people. And and just the school I went to, there was a lot of religious people, and it yeah. was just like, no, shut the fuck well, up. They, in college, they, it, yeah. you have all these people, and it, it's just people who are closed-minded or just like, nope, oh, they're this, right. so you're great. Right. You're this, so you're that way. And I've you're heard, this, so and you're I've, a pile of shit. It's and like, what's funny is you. I hear the same stuff, not about religion, but they use their own culture, their own yeah, ethnic background. Yeah, they totally, go, yeah. They go, hey, man, I'm Mexican. I don't fucking do that stuff. And it's like, or they go, hey, man, I'm Jewish. I don't do that stuff. And it's like, yeah. it's, it's funny if it's just like a joke. Like, I don't care. Right, right, right. But when they start, when you're like, you're working with someone, and they're like, I don't know how to do that. Or I was like, well, why don't you learn? Like, why don't you fucking yeah, yeah, just, yeah. You're, I know they're smart. Like, why don't you fucking learn about it right, and teach right, yourself right. something new or whatever? So anyway, it's it's just, yeah, it's that, it's that, it's the, I think what you're talking about is the treating new information like an enemy, you know, like, and right. having the arrogance to be like, well, I fucking know all of this. And yeah, so I'm or, not going to, no, no, no. I know better. It's yeah, like, well. I subscribe to this, so you're wrong. Right. You know, where we like, try and be open-minded, like. Right. I subscribe to a lot of things, but people get like this. Sure, people get religious me, about Pepsi and Coke. And I'm no, like, no, no, yeah, yeah. What the fuck are you talking? Like, yeah. How do you hate? It's just a fucking soda. You know, no one's yeah, no yeah. one's yam. I, I, no one's yamming it down your turkey yeah. throat. I'm just saying, I hate the blind obedience <laughs> right. of I'm this dog, dog being dogmatic. Yeah, yeah exactly, exactly. That. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Is yeah, yeah. I'll hear you out on whatever. Right. I'll maybe try and poke holes in things. Yeah. but that's just because that's how we there, are. There are people. No, no one is as, as annoying to me. As even like the militant atheist guy too, yeah, because yeah, they're yeah. fucking annoying in their own way. Yeah, and I'm yeah, like, yeah. oh my god, because they act like they even act like they're intellectual about something or whatever. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, like Just blindly quoting stuff and right. saying, oh, you're well, and it's also a prejudice, right? right. Like, oh, you're that way. Right. Well, fuck you. And, and I think that's yeah. what I hate is being on the opposite end because, like, right. I'm like, oh sure, well, whatever. And they're like, well, you're this, so right. you're that. Yeah. Or you're not that, so now you're this. Right. It's the the prejudice that comes with someone. Dog, who dogmatism leads so to much. judgmentalism, or yeah. or at least over judgmentalism. Right, like right, where it's right. you know they're 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 pigeonholing you into something, and that's not cool. And I guess this is a good conversation for this show because a lot of people are like I don't watch that fucking show. It's stupid. Yeah. All those guys are fucking weirdos. And I'm like, sure, people have quirky hair, but. Some of the quirkiest people are some of the people that have made the biggest change in the world too. Yeah, they're the that, you know we not always that, hang out with the weirdos. Like right. who wants to hang out with the fucking quote unquote normal exactly, people? Exactly. Yeah. It's fucking boring. And when people have sometimes those those dogmatic opinions, it makes them a more interesting person because they yeah. also have all these opinions that are not like that. And you're like, that's kind of interesting that they're totally like this in like five percent of themselves, and then yeah. the rest of them's like this, yeah. and then other parts of them like this. You know, so. Um. Anyway, Whatever. yeah. It's, Sorry, I feel like, like we're rant. ending this podcast or something. <laughs> <laughs> Be kind to each other. We're and doing whatever. what the episode did. No. Yeah, but we have 
next ep, season two. Oh, yeah. Episode one. one. Joey has the, the thing something. in front of <laughs> Let's see what it's called. Hold on. Um, you're going to need a vamp for me, Steve. Oh, we're going to vamp, baby. Blood. Here's Joey. I want to suck your blood. We're vamping. And Joey. Not vamping. <laughs> not in Ooh. my vamp space. Now, this is something. I'm just trying to go, Joe. The next episode is one of Steve's favorite things. Mysterious places. Where can you stick it? What'll it feel like? (laughs) Maybe it's a hole. (laughs) Ooh, boner alert there. What if we were like... What if it's a deep hole? What if our voices people come? Yeah. That'd be cool, right? We had some fan be like... Just like on hey, Howard Stern hey, private like parts. A, yeah, I'm like a 27-year-old Swedish dude. You know, I don't talk Swedish, but uh, <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking about. Are you like. Latin, man? You, you're part of the yeah. East Side Kings or whatever that yeah. I'm from <laughs> Sweden, Lahara. I'm, <laughs> I'm from East Side LA. <laughs> Hello. You make me come when you talk out of my boner. <laughs> it's a terrific feeling. Uh Anyway, this esoteric ending to the episode here. Uh, getting real ethereal here. Um, anyway, we're going to log off and maybe drop another log. I'm going to load off for sure tonight, baby. Offload. Uh, but yeah, thanks for listening to The Return, our discussion of Season 1, Episode 5 of Ancient Aliens. We'll see ya. In season two, everyone in the future!